Spirit, right now I acknowledge you as the greatest teacher and revealer of truth. I ask that you think through my mind and speak through my mouth and let your words go forth, not in my own human understanding, but in demonstration of your spirit and power, that the faith of your people will rest in you and your power. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Okay, I think we are at uh, session uh, seven now in the faith, uh, faith to Faith series. Okay, so... Interesting, right? You can learn from all the heroes of faith. See, when you want to uh, learn to, to learn something uh, about a specific thing, you learn from the one who is, you know, excel in that area. Okay? If you want to learn how to build your physical muscles, you go to the gym instructor who has a big uh, muscle, correct, uh, Elsa? Right? If you want to learn cooking, you, learn, you go to one who knows how to cook, right? Which is like Robert Lowe. <laughs> okay. You don't go to someone who don't know how to cook to learn, right? So it's the same. You, know, you want to learn something about something, you go to someone who is, you learn from that person or who has that skill or that ability. So when we want to learn faith, you don't go to someone who doesn't even know anything about faith or doesn't live in faith, doesn't move by faith, right? You go to people who are strong in faith. You don't go to someone who's very weak in faith. Then you say, can you, you know, teach me faith? <laughs> then you give you theory, <laughs> okay? So it's the same, all right? So when we are learning about faith, we look at all the uh, generals of faith that God has put in the Bible, right? And learn from them. What caused them to uh, be able to live that life of faith, you know? From faith to faith, why are they so strong in their faith? What is faith, you know? How can we live by faith and not by sight, right? That in this sentence or this scripture is not just something we quote, but it's something that is in our lives, okay? So, we, have, we, are learn, we are learning from the book of uh, Hebrews, all right? and I take here and there, but mainly from Hebrews 11, which is the, what we call uh, the Hall of Fame. So all these people who uh, were commended, in fact, the Hebrew author said, there's so many more. It's not enough pages to write all right? Through, from history. All these men and women of faith. Right, so in the Bible, so many already, or during the time from Genesis to uh, uh, Jesus' time and after, there's so many. And then after the Bible time, in the church age, there are also so many God raised up, right? Rehab Bonke, right? uh, Smith Wilkesworth, all these are great men of Billy Graham. Learn from them, right? Uh, 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 what's that, Robert Law? It's good, you're listening from... Uh, Rehab Bonke. Oh, I, I listen to almost, I think, every single sermon of his already that is available in YouTube, right? Because he is an evangelist. His heart is to go and preach the gospel. So if you want to learn more about evangelism and, you know, we want to feel, you know, do that, then learn from those who are doing it, <laughs> okay? Not those who are talking about it, okay? Just talk about it, no action, all right? So, learn from because they they are heroes of faith in that area okay so 
they have learned, uh, some, most of you have heard about Joseph Prince, been listening from him. Okay, he's uh, the, the Sifu of uh, grace. Okay? okay, but that is not, that's all, right? There is so many other areas in our lives. Okay, so God chose him for that specific uh, revelation. Okay, he has to say the same thing almost 20 years <laughs> because people still cannot get it. So, because why? There are things of the spirit it's not easy to catch, all right, for people who listen. Oh, okay, okay, I got grace already. And then after that, oh, <laughs> don't know what happened. <laughs> That's it, okay? So, every area, there is grace, there is faith, there is love. All the words are different. They all have different meaning. Even the ministry, the giftings, they are all different. So, don't lump all into one, okay? Prophecy is different from uh, healing. It's different from a tongue. So, each one, each gift is different from the other. Each uh, anointing is different, okay? So we need to have moved in all, have a revelation, understanding of every area for by faith or by grace through faith are you saved. So that means grace is not faith, faith is not grace. Otherwise, God, there won't be two words already, okay? So we learn, all right? And we get revelation so that we can live. Grace is a starting point and also bring us to the end because it's all God's goodness. But how do we live? This grace out, okay, is by faith. So what is faith then, right? So we have learned a bit from uh, the last sessions, uh, Abel's, uh, uh, Abel, Cain and Abel, his faith, all right, in his sowing, in his giving to God, that pleases God, okay? So the first thing, because God is a giver, all right? So he, he, when we got born again, he put his same heart inside us. Why we are... Christians naturally ought to be generous and give us because we have his heart. Okay, it's, we need a heart transplant, right? So you, you have the nature of a certain person, either you're born from that person, the same character. Okay, so like uh, Joan was sharing, yeah, she, she of course inherits some things from her mom in the, in the natural. Not everything is bad. Some things are good, but they become not our own effort anymore after we got born again. All right, but they have been instilled there. So we inherit uh, things from uh, whoever gave birth to us. So when we, if God is the one that gave birth to you, the first thing we inherit is his generous heart because God gave, okay? So that's why for us, you know, if you're truly born again, it's impossible to, you know, like, oh, I don't want to give one. <laughs> I just want to be a believer. <laughs> then it's very strange. Maybe you need to say the salvation prayer again. <laughs> you know, if there are, okay, I understand the, the mind is still, you know, old mind still got fear and all that. Ah, that's fine. But if inside the heart really don't want to give one, that's very weird, you know. But okay, you have the heart to give, but fear, fear of lack, fear of, uh, you know, not enough. So this is where we, under, we learn the word of God and clear all these fears, okay? And teach and learn how to trust God and see that God is good. Because without the word of God, we have no way to learn about God, right? You want to learn how to operate your new machine. There's a manual for you to learn, right? You have to look at the manual. You cannot simply say, oh, this one now is the same as a 10 years ago one. It may be different already. The technology changed already. You try to change, use the machine the same way. Even the car has got different ways of operating, right? The continental cars and the Asian cars, 
right? One turn left, I mean, one you, you know, pull which one, the wiper come out the other one, right? So we have to study the manual. For us to live in the spirit, we have to study God's word, right? Only his word can tell us properly, you know, about his, his realm, how he thinks, how he moves, who is he and who are we in him, yeah? So because we have put in a lot of rubbish that is from the world already, and we are so ruled by five senses, this is like worse than the prison, <laughs> the bars of the prison. You say, oh, the prisoner cannot come out. Ah. You know, so Kasian, the sentence there, you know, the, the steel bars are very strong, keep the person in. The steel bars of uh, wrong thinking and the five senses are even worse. You know, they keep us locked inside, right? And never come into freedom. You can sing the song, uh, what Jesus set me free, I'm free, I'm free. And then inside worry, worry, still stress about the things of the world. What kind of freedom is that, right? It's like uh, Isaiah 61 talks about Jesus came to set the prisoners free, right? We may be not behind bars, but we are spiritually in prison, right? By all the wrong thinking, by all the fears. And how do we get ourselves free? The truth will set you free. And where does the truth, the instruction come from? The Bible, okay? And God set of course, uh, his uh, servants that he had called, right, to be able to expound and teach the, the, the word of God direct. Just give some direction here and there, right? Your teacher don't live your life for you, right? <laughs> you still have to, you go to school, then you say, teacher, teacher, come home with me, you know, can you just live my life from now, right? The teacher is there to guide you, okay? So we have the Holy Spirit to guide us and we also have our spiritual uh, pastors and uh, leaders, teachers to guide us, just guide, okay, to bring you to God himself, right, so that you can now uh, relate to God, as you say, Christianity is a relationship and not a religion, okay, and I believe it 1000%, that's why I want to guide you all to enter into that relationship, the wonderful relationship with him, right, not just an idea about God, okay, and uh, a religious way of Sunday just going to church, going somewhere, same as the, you know, someone going to the temple. What is the difference? Okay, if our life is not lived out, right, with that personal encounter relationship with Jesus, right? So, in order to know someone, right, you know, he how he communicate to you, he speak to you, right? <laughs> he talk to you, okay? Imagine both people, even those who are. Uh, mute, right, physically, and cannot hear. They do have sign language to communicate. They don't just sit there and then you think what? They just look at each other <laughs> and then they bling bling. No, there is communication, all right? Through the sign language, they are communicating. That's why they get married, you know, and have kids and have a family and they can live a, a life. Yeah? So if we're supposed to have a relationship with God, do not communicate. Right, or one way only, you know, sometimes here, right? There's a two-way communication in every relationship to for it to grow, be healthy, and have a, a you know happy, wonderful one. Right? We need to uh, express ourselves and God express Himself out, right? God express Himself through Jesus dying on the cross, and then uh, so that we can now fellowship with Him, so that the curtain, the separation between uh, our fellow us and God now broken right in the body of Jesus 
torn down. We can enter. We don't need a priest, right? We don't need someone to go through in order to reach, to talk to God or fellowship with Him. So wonderful, right? Then when we have the communion every day, it's called communion. That means what? We're having a fellowship. It's not a ritual. Oh, just do it because, uh, you know, they teach like that. <laughs> every day I have to take break. No, it is a wonderful time, all right, where for the Jews, communion is reliving, reenacting, uh, all right, actually what happened, not as a sentimental thing, you uh, know, uh, with tears or whatever, but it's to, to recognize, yeah, the blood has been shed, we are protected. So each time we take the bread, the cup, we just no need to say very long prayer. It's just a thank you, Lord, all right? You're reminding me that I'm saved, you know, that I'm protected under the blood. And that this is for my healing. This is for my health. Okay, that's all. Okay, so uh, our whole life is today until rapture or when uh, when we meet him. Right, it's about walking with him, faith by faith. Right, because walking with a person that you can see, I already shared that in the earlier session, is no problem. <laughs> you see, right? Joan see Robert, Robert see Joan. You see your boyfriend, you see your girlfriend, you see your husband, your wife. All right, physically. So you say, oh, no problem. Okay. But if then we come to God, <laughs> I cannot see with my eyes. Uh. So, uh, so how? Uh? Oh. So this is why it's called a faith walk, right? When Actually, he is more real than the person you see because the person you see have a limited time only to be with you. Even if, you know, with extended long life, everything also cannot exceed the 120 years max because of sin. Okay? But Jesus, there's no expiry date. <laughs> he will always be with us. Right? If on this world, in this world, all the time, everywhere, and in eternity. So we, that's why we who are God's children have no fear of that. It's just a change of address, all right, to be with the one who has been with us for a long, long time. So you, you, you heard about uh, Enoch and uh, Noah, right? Enoch walked with God and God took him. Imagine, right? Uh, you, you have a fellowship, you walk with someone and the fellow take you to uh, all over the world. Okay? Take you with them. But that is the physical realm. You're hoping someone take you, right? <laughs> Away from all the troubles. Okay? No. Today, we can live whatever life that we need to live here and start one day when it's finished, when you've fulfilled the destiny, everything, Jesus said, come. Just, just like Noah, you know, God fellowship with him so much. And I tell you, he, uh, Enoch, Noah, right? That uh, Enoch who never saw physical death. So enjoy his company. Does God enjoy your company? Uh, we don't even give him 10 minutes. <laughs> it's not by law. It's just that to encourage you to come into that living relationship because if I just give you all the verses for you to memorize and just teach you about this, about feasts, about Passover, all you have is just information. 
the fault. <laughs> in internet, also got a lot, just simply take. Okay? But we are not wanting information. We want the relationship with Jesus Christ, with Abba Father, with Holy Spirit in our lives, you know, that we can, you know, uh, stand wherever we are, even if physically you're the one person in Timbatu, right? Uh, uh, Robert Lord, you're one in uh, Cambodia. You're not scared. <laughs> Amen? Uh, yeah, because the angels are with you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit with you. Okay, and then one day, very soon, <laughs> because I didn't think of it actually, you know, of uh, sending Joan as the next one. <laughs> but suddenly, it just came to me. Uh, Joan. Okay. Joan. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Because, you know, Holy Spirit talks to me. That's the most important is you hear him, he talks to you, you know, and uh, it was so clear, right? What, what he said. And I said, okay. And uh, to, to, to Myanmar, when I, uh, when he first talked to me, when Holy Spirit first talked to me about Robert, look, you know, it just, you know, Joan's picture didn't come in. Okay. So I'm very clear. Robert, months, actually it's about a few weeks ago if I check the, my, my journal, it's still inside the date then God said, next one is send Joan out to Myanmar Joan not afraid, right? <laughs> yes, hallelujah, so I hear correctly <laughs> okay, and you know, it, it, it is strange you know, because if, if I look in the natural, it could be it should be Pastor Ching Lan, right? But I'm not saying that she's she not going, right? She might go, I don't know. But the, the, the instruction to me was Joan. So I said, oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever you say, Lord, <laughs> you know? And, uh, but she can bring, because there's, and then after that I said, oh, okay. There is already English interpreter. There is a Nyan Kam there. There is an, another uh, a lady there. Uh, what is that? Cheng Lan's uh, former maid, married a pastor. So I believe God has his plan, you know, and uh, ahead to prepare, all right, for you, easier also because you've got translator. And then the rest, anyone who have in your heart to go along, yeah, you can, okay? Just uh, uh, follow Job, right? I I'm not going to go, right? Because if I go, everyone will look at me and do all the preaching and everything. Okay, this is the time for you all. <laughs> okay, for Joan to go and preach without fear, for you to lay hands on the sick. Okay, all right, and, and uh, preach the gospel. Okay, I've done all that. Okay, it's your time now. All right, to see the power of God in your life. Okay, moving through your hands. Okay, the, 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 the healing, the health, the anointing. Okay, so that will probably be in a May or June, so prepare, all right, in your heart. Everyone can go because there's no one, uh, you know, who is like not prepared or not qualified. It's the Holy Spirit who prepares, okay? And you've been hearing the, the teaching so much already. By, by that time, I think the faith, you know, would have come into your heart to believe. So it's not keeping all the information that we have, right? Remember, okay, uh, Robert Love, Reha Bonke say what I share many times, right? All the power that's inside you, if you just still sit on the couch, no point, right? <laughs> yeah, 
that the power, the Holy Spirit power, and all our fees, the anointing, right? We're going to have a physical meeting. There'll be more impartation, right? It's for what? You want to see vision for what? Okay, the gifts are not for us. The gifts are for us to bless others. The gifts of the Spirit. So your dreams, your spiritual dreams, your anointing, heart, Elisha, right? It's all for blessing others. Okay, so the more you want is for someone. God has put you into the place where you're no longer just thinking about yourself. Okay, grace and order has been focused on you a lot. Okay, trying to bring you to realize of, uh, Jesus in your life. Okay, still keep on thinking, oh, yes, you are, you are loved, you are blessed, you are God's child, you are more than good enough, right? You are not, not good enough. So all this is actually focused on you, the grace, okay? Where you focus on God about yourself. I am God's princess, I am God's beloved, I am royalty, I am highly favored, I am deeply loved. Good, but don't stay there for <laughs> until rapture, okay? So that is why we need to move from there about ourselves, who we are in Christ, I'm saved and all that. Move to blessing others now. And that really requires faith, okay? Faith to believe that now what Jesus do, you can do also, okay? And greater things, right? That's where... God want to send you out. Okay, so it's not me, huh? <laughs> to put your name there and say go. Okay, really, it's the Holy Spirit. The way He has been talking, you know, and instructing me is really amazing since this ministry. You know, I, I just didn't plan this, this, this all right, and then suddenly this one come, that one come, that you know, and I saw God moving even to update. God can still give and without me knowing that it is a Passover day, it is, a, you know, all these things. So I know, you know, God is really, have his eyes very, very uh, sharp, you know, over every one of you here in Beauty for Ashes. You know, we are so loved by God. You know, I don't care. I mean, I, I'm not saying that other people are not loved by God, right? Okay, they are. But when he focused and concentrate on us and love us and bless us and want to use us don't you think that is so wonderful that I, something that i am eternally grateful for you know that's why my urgency is to uh, build you all and i thank god that he opened this uh, ministry with an opportunity after hearing 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 right now you can go out and release you know, that faith inside you, the word of God, the power of God, the anointing. And you, you know, at last, uh, power feast, right? Uh, those of you who were present, you know the anointing, how to release in a certain measure already. Yeah. That one I tell you, not every believer know about it, okay? <laughs> Isn't it? You got to ask them, they got anointing, now they also don't know. They, you can pray for others and say, okay, maybe pastor can. I bring you to pastor. Now you all know that anointing, all right, can flow to you, all right, because you you have the teaching and understanding and the practical, okay. So use that anointing to go out, okay. Whether it happens or not, of course go by faith, lah, You know that it will happen, but whatever it happen or don't happen, okay, 
you just keep on doing, right? That's why you go out for 10 days, at least. <laughs> if not two days, you say nothing happens. I come back. I come back. <laughs> no, you keep praying, okay? You keep laying hands. And then in the mission field is that there are people there, okay? So definitely there are the sick, there are the, the our, uh, those Pira uh, and uh, Nankam, they will bring you, okay? So it will be like, Hey, Pastor, no body. Uh. <laughs> no, there won't be no body, okay? It's just you re prepare, ready to go, okay? In the mission field, there are a lot of people, want, especially the third world country, all right? And their faith is very strong in a, a foreign uh, preacher. So don't have to worry about that. Miracle signs and wonders always happen. But if, let's say, you pray for the first person and the person didn't get here and then died, <laughs> okay, then don't come back, okay? <laughs> Just go. Okay, the ticket is for another 10 days more. Okay, don't come back. Okay, to ask Pastor Pierre, take me some more. Okay, pray some more. Pray until the 10th person, 11th person, wow, raised from the dead. Because in the mission field, you really got opportunity to, you know, uh, pray for all kinds of sick people with all kinds of sicknesses. Yeah? And they believe God if you tell them about Jesus. All right, plus the anointing because they got no money to see doctor. <laughs> okay, they got no money. They are, if you tell them there's a hope in Christ, right, the Holy Spirit, God will give them the faith to believe, right? And then you will see the miracle happen. It's just your faith meet with the person's faith, all right, and God sees it very simple. It happened. Okay, so don't come back early, huh, Romelo? <laughs> Make sure it's 10 days at least. Okay. So just trust God, right? Okay. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I, why I keep on saying, because I'm really very happy. I'm really very thankful to God, you know, for God doing this wonderful work in your lives that everyone will not keep on. Because I've been, a, been in church for how many years? 60, 50 years? Yeah. Uh, and a lot of Christians just sit there day in, day out. You know, and they do nothing, okay? Whether half law, half grace, or full grace, yeah? But here, we just started I mean, in this ministry for uh, six months, and God is saying, go out. You know, when he tell you to go out, he already equipped you. Yeah, God will give you the grace, the ability, the, the power, the strength, the anointing. Yeah, because he don't simply send babies into the battlefield after all that. <laughs> then they cry, come back. <laughs> you know why they carry the gun so big? Uh, you know, so uh, the enemy so strong? Uh, no, okay. If God said you go, means he is there with you, all right? And he will work through you because the, you know you have no power within yourself, you know? And there is a time God will show you even more, all right? how real he is, how powerful he is. So if you have that in your heart, then not safe, okay? So to have all the finances to go, <laughs> okay? But for those, uh, for, the, for now, the ministry will, you know, uh, pay for uh, uh, Robert and Joan, right? Praise God for, for this uh, wonderful ability to do that in such a short period of time. Yeah, but as the ministry goes and the finances also grow, I believe you'll be able to be able to send out even more in the future. And our future is like very near, like that. Everything happening so fast. <laughs> Correct. You know, even when my first started 
uh, ministry in 1982, I married a pastor and we pioneered with only one member. Right? It, it, it was like that time, we, I never think, wow, when will we go to mission? We don't have any connection other than the Foursquare International Church in America. But to connect with the third world to do mission, all that, don't have. It was only about, we had to build first, I think maybe uh, six years or seven years later that God brought us all the connections. We were able to do Philippine work, you know, Myanmar, uh, Vietnam, you know. See, so don't look in the natural. Yeah, and here God already speed up everything. Yeah, we started the ministry. We have connect, connect God connected us with, uh, uh, connected me with uh, Piara. Actually, I want to let him go. <laughs> okay, I don't want to tell old story, but uh, you know, it was all not in my plan. It was all all directed. Every single step of this ministry was really directed and led by the Holy Spirit, led by God. You know, that's why it happened. Everything so fast, and within six months, we can send out missionaries already. You know, but thank, of course, you know, you all are. God has done something in you to give generously. All right, the ministry need finances also for the pastors, for the missionaries, you know, that they can spend, they can go up without thinking of uh, finances or even uh, even for me to, to spend. You know, you think, hey, I stay at home every day. No, more. I have to prepare the Sometimes change all the time here and there. I'm not saying 100% expert. Okay, this is a, a God say. Sometimes also, you know, I, I miss a bit, you know, and then after that, Holy Spirit had to tell me, okay, it's not this one, this one, change message. Okay, like, so all, all preachers experience that, no matter how famous that preacher is. Okay, if you ask them, there are times when they have to change message. They say, is it God didn't tell? Is it they hear wrongly? Whatever, it doesn't matter because as long as we at the end we tune in, you know, to the uh, correct hearing. So it is not that easy because we are all in the five senses realm. What is what we see, we feel, we touch is so real to us. That's what we think. Okay. So the physical realm is like something so different. So uh, that's why you said the wooden door, right? Cannot see <laughs> last week. <laughs> why? Because we are still seeing with physical eyes. Yeah. But faith is the substance of things hoped for. So that means can see one. Okay. Which is uh, the things not yet revealed to the senses, but it is already revealed to the spirit. How? By God's word. Okay, so there's nothing that we step up, all right, that is like really go into the water and then drop down, right? Because the Bible says that what? He will always catch us, all right? He's always there for us, but we don't tempt God. Don't simply jump out from the window. Like if you understand the temptation of Jesus and how he overcome, we don't have to prove to the devil, all right, that God is real. Okay, we just need to listen to instructions from God, not instructions from the world. Okay, today we will see clearly what I mean by that. Okay, how we can be actually listening to wrong instructions. That's why your life is a bit confused. Okay, but faith only comes from God's word, God's instruction. Okay, and then there will be no confusion. There will be no blur, 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 all right, in the spirit. Okay, let's start. Okay, by faith, we have been acquitted and made righteous resulting in an abundant account. 
Okay, I will explain what this means as we go along. Okay, you have heard a little bit of made righteous. Or in fact, maybe you have heard a lot. <laughs> if you have been listening to Joseph Prince, you will have heard tons of it. Okay, so remember, hearing, living, and doing are two different things. Okay. <clears throat> okay, so today we go to uh, verse 8 of Hebrews 11, which is Abraham, right? Okay, all of you heard of Abraham, right? I'd like to ask this question before we start. Never mind, even though the, the verse is up there. Okay, when you hear Abraham, what's the first thing come to you? The father of all nations. Father. Okay, so you see him as a father. <laughs> okay, any anybody else? You see, you hear Jonah, you think a fish, right? Now no more already. Okay, you hear about uh, who else? Huh? Uh, Noah, you think of all the animals go inside the ark. So Abraham, what? Yes, Abelo. He left his country, going to nowhere, just by faith. Oh, so when you tell Abraham, you think he leave country. So that's why he's leaving Malaysia for 10 days. <laughs> Abraham was your inspire, inspire you, right? To go out. Okay, good, good, good. Okay, any more stories about Abraham or, you know? Obedience. You think of him as obedient? Ah? Hmm. No one thinks of him as old. <laughs> Abraham, very old man, huh? <laughs> oh, and then cannot give birth already. That's the main story, right? <laughs> we think, oh, Abraham, very old already. Abraham and his wife, Sarah. Okay, they are 100 and then one is 90. Very old. I don't know. when. And this one, nobody like the name Abraham. Because they say, hey, give me Abraham. Not, not cool. Uh. Uh, definitely Elsa the one, right? <laughs> she want a Chun one. Chun name. Uh, to date one, Abraham is like, oh, 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 name. And then like uh, that was, uh, Joseph father, you know, but very old. Yeah. Okay. But today, Abraham, yeah, did some of those things, right? All by faith. Okay. The main thing about Abraham is, yeah, the, he represents like father, old, yeah, but he moved in miracles okay he was able to see in his old age all right the miracle the blessing uh, of a son coming from him and his wife sarah which he was already at a place where they cannot give birth okay so let's learn today about abraham's faith and see what made him you know have received that miracle of blessing of many descendants, yeah, uh, the Jews, when he can't even give birth already, when the promise of God came to him. So you all want or not. His promise, all right, and blessing is to inherit this earth, right, with many, many descendants. So that's why he was very, very rich. And also from his line came Jesus. And then at the same time, Solomon was one of his descendants, right, the richest man, even until today. Okay. So, and the, the Jews are proud to be children of Abraham. 
of the blessing that was given to their forefather Abraham. The Arabs also have Abraham as their father, okay? Because Abraham, right, signify like God like that, okay? To them, the father God who provides everything, bless them and do the things that they cannot do in the natural, okay? Because Abraham had a seed at the time where he cannot in the natural. So Abraham was in the live in the supernatural realm. He himself experienced a miracle, all right, that is not naturally can happen. Okay, I think other than that, other than Abraham's story and Sarah, very, very rare. Or on and off, it happens a bit here and there, right, in the world. But theirs was true faith. So we want that kind of faith, right? Because we want to inherit Abraham's blessings and also how to inherit it. Okay, how to receive miracles, how to receive supernatural uh, things happening to us, all right? Not a little bit, but a lot, a whole life, because the, your life is supernatural once you are born again. Unless you don't want to move, then you stay there <laughs> until go heaven. But if you want to move, okay, then move in the supernatural. This is accessible to available to every believer. If you don't want, you can still move in the natural, but you miss out, okay? <clears throat> That's all. You won't go to hell, but you just miss out. When, you know, when we have wonderful things in uh, people offer you, right? And it's, there's nothing for you to pay. Really, you know, you want to do one. <laughs> they offer you a, a, a plan or something that you don't need to pay anything. And you can receive it. Christ paid for us. We don't need to pay for salvation and blessings or even uh, everything anymore. We don't need to pay. You think, oh no, lah, the pay tithes. <laughs> Wrong thinking. Please get it out of your mind. <laughs> okay? That's rubbish. That's a devil's life. Okay? We get to bring our tithes to God after we enter into, through the blood of Jesus. Yeah, into what? Into the fullness. Yesterday, Psalms 11 at the end is what? Not only protection, I satisfy you with long, full life. Yeah. So, don't see, don't listen to wrong things. Okay? Those are lies of the devil. I show you even more today. Okay, as we go into uh, this morning, what the Lord speak to me that is very practical and able to understand easily. So by faith, Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to the place where he would receive as an inheritance. And he went out not knowing where he was going. Okay, so it's not blah, blah, huh? not knowing exactly, but actually God told him. All right. What he was uh, mean, meaning is that first thing we learn about Abraham, his obedience. Okay, he is obedient. All right, obedient to what? Normally we obey what? We obey an instruction. Okay, you don't uh, obey nothing, right? You obey an instruction. So Abraham obeyed God. That means obey God's instruction. 
Okay, so which is different from human being instruction. That's where the Bible is different and the word of God is different. Okay, from uh, your teacher, your mother, your father, your husband, wife, uh, whoever. Okay, that is human. This is obeying what is God's word, God say. So when you become before God like that, right? This is something that please God. This is something that draw God to that person. Okay? When he was called out to go to the place that he would receive and as an inheritance. So after this, we will go into the, uh, the exact verse of the promise. What, how God called him to do what? Okay, so obedience, trust in God. Okay, listening to God's, what God said. So the Lord, now go back, go to the, where this uh, promise came from. It's in Genesis chapter 1, uh, chapter 12, 1 to 3. Now the Lord said to Abram, the time was Abram, okay, before God changed his name. So if God gave you a new name, be happy. God gave me a name too. Yeah. Um, you know, okay, later on as we come to the verse. Now the Lord said to Abram, get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house to a land that I will show you. See, it's not blur blur. As he takes the first step to go out, God will show him exactly where to go. God is like our compass. He doesn't say, you just go blindfolded and then just go. No, he said, I will show you where to go along the way. But he requires the first step because he is in his uh, country. He requires, God requires him to get out first. All right. So faith needs to step up first. Okay. You, you, you say, oh, I want to see everything in the physical first. Uh, Robert Lowe didn't say, okay, first I need to know where I'm going to stay. Okay. And then after that, well, who are the people? Okay, God will show you along the way. That's the wonderful path of faith. Okay, but first he will tell you bit by bit. First, uh, Robert Lowe has to make his passport, right? <laughs> yeah, that means say, okay, Lord, I obey. Okay, I'm going to go make my passport first. Then that means that he now can get out of the country. Okay, no passport cannot go out of the country, right? So he said, okay, okay, God, I obey you. Don't even go do passport, how to go out. So you have to follow the, the natural things also that is required. Okay, we are not in this world, not of this world, but you don't disregard all the, the you know, the, the government or whatever that is there. Okay, even the Bible says, right, obey the, your, your rulers, okay, as long as they are not against your faith. Okay, and uh, they don't stop you from, uh, believing Jesus. Okay, so it's only in those countries, uh, persecuted uh, uh, communist one, they don't allow the people to uh, worship Jesus. That one, they cannot obey. Okay, that's why they rather die. Other than that, the other laws and all that, you follow, okay? <laughs> okay? So we are not a church to say, go against the government, go against, oh, you are not in politics. Okay, we, wherever there is wisdom there. Remember, God set the rulers of the nations also in our countries. All right, God put one up and God put another one. That's why we need to see God in everything. Don't just see the natural, oh, yeah, this leader need to go out. Pray, 
Bible says pray for our leaders and then trust God. Okay, where he is the one, he will put down one leader, he's the one who will put down another. And we pray for our country that God will give wise leaders. If not, it's still God in control. Yes, the devil is there, okay, but because you, you are here, God protect, right? Remember yesterday, the shadow of the Almighty, the shelter, and God will protect all the surrounding just for you, the children of God are, okay? But for those who are called, all right, in those countries where uh, they're not allowed to worship God, God is still protecting them, but they have a, actually a greater reward. They have the honor and the privilege of <clears throat> dying for their faith, dying for Jesus. Ah, if God put us there, actually it's not for to kill you, it's to give you a greater reward in eternity. <laughs> because you will save many souls when you die for Jesus. Uh, not by your own choice. Huh? <laughs> Simply go and kill yourself. That's not die for Jesus. Okay? If God put you in China and you are you know, preaching the gospel with his wisdom and you get put in jail like the heavenly man and so many others, thousands of uh, Christians, God's children in those uh, countries that are not allowed to uh, worship God, you think they are very sad. Uh? They are more happy than us. Uh? <laughs> Here, we got long face, don't know for what. Right? There, they, they are being persecuted you know, to go to church, to go to gathering. Right? It's a matter of life and death. Because if they are caught, they are reported, they can either be put to jail or killed. Right? And then, I, be, I believe, you know, when you go to, to see them, right? they are more happy than the, the Christians in uh, Singapore, Malaysia, <laughs> who got everything and then still miserable. I don't understand. Okay, why? They have the joy of the Lord, right? Even Macedonian church, Paul wrote to, uh, to in uh, Corinthians, he said what? They are poor, okay? Financially, they don't have that much, that, that uh, group of Christians in Macedonia, but they are begging Paul to take their offering. Correct or not? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a scholar. I like to let him confirm. Okay. So, it's so, you know, it's not because of uh, whatever in the physical situation that make us miserable. They are happy. Yeah. They get an opportunity, all right, to give to God. They are opportunity to celebrate. That is the real experience fellowship with Jesus Christ. Right? And, Sometimes, you know, some Christians say, yeah, maybe Malaysia and Singapore all need persecution <laughs> for the Christians to realize what they already have. They are so blessed and we don't even realize it, right? But those in the countries that are persecuted, they treasure Jesus, they treasure the blood, they treasure the blessings, whatever they have, they know it comes from God and they're willing to go out and preach the gospel and willing to give until, you know, God said, uh, Paul said, it's okay, it's okay. You know, just give what you have. They want to give more than what they have. Right? Because their heart was born again. You know, they saw God in the spirit. Who is their God? To the extent of not scared of death or so, because death is just for the physical body. But believers <clears throat> in, a, in so pampered, all right, they don't have, never entered into that 
wonderful relationship with him and still in always in their five senses. They are still go to heaven. This is called what they call the grace of God. I don't, you know, how God is so good. If God put some of us as God, we will probably send, send, send everyone to hell. <laughs> Why he love you so much, you still cannot see, you know? So, but thank God that, you know, God is God, right? He's still so wonderful, so loving, so patient, so kind, still bless his children. So get out of your country, from your family, from your father's house to a land that I will show you. There's always a place, okay? A physical place, right? Where, where he blessed us, okay? And for Abraham, <clears throat> spiritually, from his country, it's all his connection to his past, right? Where our country is for, to this world. Today, in the spiritual, the country is, there are only two countries, Okay? No, don't be mistaken, there are so many countries. Physically, they are on the map. Spiritually, there's only the world, the earth, and heaven. Heaven and earth. Two countries only. That's why we are called ambassadors from above, born from above. So our country is not here. Okay? Whatever pitch, which part of the world you, you are staying in or you got your citizenship or PR. Because that is still temporary in eternity, in the eyes of God, all right? Our eternal home, uh, Lillian, good, right? Is heaven, all right? With a mansion all prepared for us. Because as I said one more time, we cannot live here forever. <laughs> yeah, you look at your parents, you say you wish they don't die, but they have to go one day, all right? And even today, young people are dying, all right? Of sickness, of, you know, whatever, commit suicide, okay? So, the, our home, our eternal home is not here. Don't be what we call short-sighted. Okay? So, there are only two countries, earth and heaven. Okay? We all came, we all chose heaven. Yeah? But the day we said, Jesus, come into my life. You have chosen heaven. Okay? And so, on this earth, we are ambassadors. Why? Because we, are, we have what you call immunity, right? So in the world way, they also have uh, immunity. So you have all the embassies, okay? They come from the word ambassadors. So church is an embassy like that, okay? All the people in this uh, beautiful Ashes ministry in this particular church are in an embassy, okay? So our embassy represents the country we come from, which is from heaven. So we are ruled by the laws of heaven, our country, okay? So if you understand the debate about embassy, ambassador, right? That country, the, uh, the, if you are ambassador for, and you stay in the embassy, that's your protection, right? You see movies or not? <laughs> if you don't understand uh, the exact thing in the law, you just watch some movies, can really, right? Yeah, yeah, good. Also, I, both of us also got see. <laughs> movie i like all that okay because it teaches us a lot of things sometimes you know and then it says if the if you belong to your yeah, citizen of uh, uh america a uh, u.s citizen and you are in a uh, uh, mozambique or another country or Arab, uh, uh, you know and they are going to catch you where do you go you run to the embassy for protection right the moment you enter enter the gate 
<laughs> I like to see the movies where it's so kanchong one. You know, the enemy is the of the country is trying to catch them, and they are running, running. All they need to do is say, they say, I just need to get into my embassy, and then nothing can touch them. So all the bad people, they are outside with all the machine gun, everything, but they cannot break down. Even though there's only one or two guards standing there, they cannot shoot to go inside the embassy. See how powerful is an embassy? It's a, it's a replica of you know, what we have in the spiritual realm. The church, all right, which is not a temple, but not a building, all right, it's a shelter under the shelter of the Almighty God, gathering of God's people. You belong to the body of Christ, all right? And there lays your protection your immunity, okay? They cannot, the world cannot, I'm not saying go against the laws of the, 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 the earth, right? Or the country. I'm saying demonic and uh, spiritual, uh, I'm talking about spiritual realm, okay? So in the natural, they, the people who are in the embassy that belong to another country, that local country cannot uh, judge them, cannot uh, sentence them, all right? Even if they do something wrong, they have to send them back to their own country to be judged, okay, to be on trial, right? The, the outsiders cannot take them to trial. They have to be on their own country's laws. Okay, so you catch them, send them back to their country and they go to their embassy. The ambassador will promise the country that we will uh, see to it, all right, that they get whatever they deserve, you know, whatever is needed to be done. Okay. So we belong to God. So it says, get out of this country. Get out in our spiritual mind. Get out of uh, thinking that we belong to this earth forever. <laughs> okay? And we have our, who govern us? The laws of our country. Okay? That's why we need to know what is the laws of our country. Not the Ten Commandments laws. All right? What govern us as uh, children of God? The new creation. Okay, what does God say? When will angels protect us? How they protect us? How are we, if we don't even know what are the uh, instructions or what rules over us as new creation? How do we seek asylum? <laughs> okay, how do we, you know, know that we find a protection, right? So when Robert goes to Cambodia for his first time, mission trip, Right, missionary. I won't say mission trip. Some because some mission trip are like visitors. <laughs> they they go and visit the, the, the you know see what is done there. No, we don't go visiting. Okay, you go there to preach. You are the missionary to preach the gospel. All right, to lay hands on the sick. So he he need to know who is protecting him. All right, where he come from. So here on the as a physical uh, realm, he come from beautiful ashes. Although beautiful ashes is spiritual. Okay, but in the spiritual realm, ambassador for Christ. Okay, where he is already got immunity, spiritual protection from virus, from uh, sickness, from pain. You know, the virus touches uh, John G. Uh, John G. Lake when he went to Africa. The virus died. Okay, so don't care the machine positive or negative, as long as it cannot touch you. Okay, so this is your the protection you have from the country that you come from. That's why a teach spirit man first session is always born again. Where are you born again from? But it takes some time before people 
get into the spirit that we are from above. You know, that you are spirit being now born again. Okay, you go by God's way, God's word. You can live by his word, okay, from above. So you have immunity, all right? The devil cannot attack you like Venice, like that, right? No more. How dare you bully me? Now I know I am from above. <laughs> spirit man born from above, right? All these spirits that used to torture her, right? Now they, she tortured them. <laughs> she tell them, get out. <laughs> because I'm from above. I have my spirit man born again. I belong to Jesus. I have the same authority, right? That Jesus has. That the devils are scared of Jesus. So wherever you go, right? Leave your country already, okay? Forget about the other uh, five senses realm, okay? But I say, I'm, I'm not saying go against the laws of your country, all right? That is a different story, okay? In the spiritual realm, okay? The devil cannot touch you anymore. Don't let the devil, you know, think that he's very great. <laughs> so what if he put a little sickness on you, you know, uh, a, a few months, I think month, few months, I think I was having this irritation at the sole of my feet. It was very one one foot, left foot, very irritating. You know, like you want to scratch. It's very irritating, but it's only there. Of course, in the natural thing, maybe something lah, right? Maybe go, you know, you need to go go and take something or or what. But I refuse to accept it. I just ignore it. it it's irritating, but each time it disturbed me, I just think of something else. You know. Uh, just do something else and then continue oh, I said just rebuke it rebuke it I don't have this Lord you know but it was persistent there for a while but lately about one week ago or one or two weeks it just disappeared disappeared totally my left sole and my right so now perfect don't have that ir irritation anymore see Sometimes the devil put all those symptoms and make you think that he's very great. Yeah, just ignore him. You know, like a dog always irritate you. Ignore him. Just get lost. Okay? Stand up like Venice, like that. Get lost, devil. Get out. If you don't go out yet, you get out a little bit. You have to say a few times, right? So what? Say a few times. Lah. <laughs> say until he go up. <laughs> Kick him up, you know? Because you know that the devil is defeated. Jesus is the already defeated him okay and that's what we need to know that's where the building of the developing of the spirit man is important okay and that's where you, i will show you why some people got faith and some people don't have faith or cannot speak up and you will see today very clearly okay so i will make you a great nation to a land that i will show you all right so we are not blind okay God will lead us step by step. First step is get out. Okay? Make a passport. <laughs> Joan got passport already, right? <laughs> need, to, awesome. need to apply. Oh, need to renew also. <laughs> also expire. Okay, praise the Lord. God has wonderful things ahead. Okay, every one of you go check your passport. Okay, if already expired, just renew. Anytime God say go, then you all go. Okay, don't say I got no passport. <laughs> okay, so all go. Huh? Yeah, I'm very excited. <clears throat> Okay, I will show you and I will make you a great nation. Okay, so God is saying, the Lord said direct to Abram. Okay, he will be great, but not by his own doing. All right, he just need to 
get up from his country, right, for us spiritually and physically also, if you are called to, uh, to go to, to preach the gospel, then spiritually get out from the wrong mindset of, you know, this world is my home. Okay, this world is not your eternal home. Temporary home, yes. Okay, I will make you a great nation. See, when you do that, and from your father's house, I think I shared that once, all right, what they mean by father's house, it's not today all leave your family, okay? <laughs> Stay with your family, don't go anywhere, all right? But your father's house in the spiritual, talk about your connection, your link with Adam. <laughs> we are totally cut off from Adam already, okay? Adam is from sin, all right? The power of sin, the condemnation and guilt of sin, and all the five senses realm that ended living in the five senses imprisoned by five senses get out okay come out from that all right come into the freedom of the truth okay no more adam your father who is your father god jesus through jesus christ okay so that means what does he speak of your new nature okay when you think of adam is the thing of adamic nature evil nature or uh, all the uh, Hainanese temple <laughs> whatever we have Cantonese temple all right uh, I don't know Cambodian God not Cambodian temple okay all these get out of their father's house those belong to Adam so we learn what we are new nature we are born from Jesus so it starts from renewing the mind okay and understanding from the spirit that we are having today a new nature go to go and confess and uh, meditate on those scriptures that I gave you all right uh, third John uh, no third John 1 9 uh, oh no no 1 John 3 9 and 10 about yeah whoever is born of God all right has a new seed is born from a new seed it's impossible to sin you have got a new nature so I spoke that in the first few foundation courses about your new nature Understanding this new nature is very important. All right? Otherwise, we will say, I'm like that one, ma. You know, I inherited this from my mother, grandmother, great-great-grandmother. And where does it go? All the way to Adam. <laughs> He's our great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather. So, sin nature is inherited from Adam. So, because we are cut off from Adam, get out from your family's house, means showing to us that we are no more under Adam. Adam is not your family, okay? <laughs> in the spiritual, you might see them in heaven though, okay? I believe so, all right? But spiritually, now we are, have a new family, Jesus Christ, okay? The nature, the seed, now we are born from a new seed, right? A new sperm. That's why uh, Jesus didn't come from Adam, from the father, Joseph. He was born from a virgin Mary, okay? He was conceived of the Holy Spirit. So he did not partake of Adam's nature. Jesus Christ, born here physically, was not a descendant of Adam. Okay? So he was born from Holy Spirit, God's nature. So when we got born again, we received God's new nature into our heart. That's why Ezekiel says what? I Take out the old uh, stubborn heart, the stony heart that is from Adam, rebellious, evil, right? And give you a new heart, okay? A new spirit, a new nature, 
a new spirit comes with a new nature. And that's the nature of God. That's why we need to learn what is that nature because we were born with the old nature. Now the new nature is God's love, right? Agape is God's big heart. Generosity comes, flows from this new spirit of ours without even trying. It's inside you. But what stops is the mind, okay? The mind that's not been renewed. It's actually stopping this, all this love uh, 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 what we, we, forgiveness flows from this new nature, right? Without any reason, we are able to forgive. We don't want to kill anymore. We don't want to steal anymore, okay? But the old, it's not old nature, it's the old mind, all right? That we have been used 20, 30, 40 years living that way, all right? That stopped us, okay? So that's why very, very clear in developing the hidden man of the heart or spirit man is spirit, soul, body. What are the thoughts that come from your newborn again spirit? If you feed it and grow, right? It, and then what comes from the mind? Now, uh, some of you are able, like Joan was sharing, you're able to discern already. You can see, you know, oh, why people are actually talking from the mind, the unrenewed mind. People are talking from the five senses, all right? And how many are talking from their born again spirit you know even christians are living like that imprisoned by five senses so it comes up comes up from the, into the conversation right because out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaks so we are not here to catch and condemn anyone but once you begin to recognize right what is of god what is not of god not in terms of what is lawful and not right not ten commandments but the new nature right you'll be able to begin to live this new life so wonderfully, so beautifully. So remember, no more the family of uh, Adam. And you know what Jesus said also to the devil, right? He said to, to, uh, to the Pharisees, you are of the, the devil, your father. Your father is the devil. He's talking about a very close connection. Connection, <laughs> isn't it? Calling the people, their father is the devil. Okay, so spiritually, all right, we were all having uh, Adamic nature, which came from who? Devil. The devil's nature went into Adam. Yeah, he also got born again, but born again into wrong family. All right, and then gave birth to all the children that are born in sin. Okay, but God in his love, all right, through the blood of Jesus, Jesus sacrificed, we now get to be born again back to the, our real father. Temporary, we had a horrible father, <laughs> the devil, even without, we all know, not knowing anything. Now, you think the devil is very good. Well, because he blessed you with, you know, he blessed you with good job, with money, all the stress come, right? But the, the real blessing comes without sorrow, without stress, Proverbs, right? The world blessing, yeah, you can make a lot of money and you think you worship that money. <laughs> okay, that's why, we don't worship money, we worship God, right? And He bless us. Okay, so understand that one, the country and your family, okay, in the spiritual, you're cut off already. So come to the land, right? In the spiritual, it's the embassy, the, the church of Jesus Christ, right? So with different aeroplanes, that is for about the vision, okay? So there are many, if, because the, the church got billions of people, you have got recall. The universal church, so in the time of rapture, there will be people coming out from different, different countries. But the church 
as a local assembly, as a local church or the body, right? Because of uh, time and space, all right? We have different, different uh, churches for, uh, for gatherings of uh, people together. So that is the, the land, all right? God lead you to a place where you can receive food, okay? Where you'll be blessed, where you can sow there. Isaac sowed in that land that God told him to. Okay, so he didn't sow in another country, all right? They sow in another church. What the place that God put you where you are learning, where you are growing. Okay, that is the land, all right? You are feeding, and where you the Lord is uh, using you and maturing you and growing. That land is fertile, okay, because you are growing there. You receive seed, you receive food, spiritual food. Okay, then I will. In that place, in that land, all right, I will bless you. Okay? In that land, I will bless you. Okay? So where he put you, okay, is the place that he's going to bless you. Don't simply, uh, you know, go out from the fence and go to <laughs> somewhere else. Not, okay, please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying, oh, this is the best church, all other church no good. I never say that, okay? But I'm saying God lead you to a place, all right? And, uh, you know, in the past, the pastors like to joke this joke. Uh, the sheep, very thin in this particular plot of land, right? Then there's a fence that got a hole. <laughs> Later on, the Robolo, they all will know when they got the land, you know, when they move into the land. Then the sheep saw this hole. They are very thin right they're not fed properly <laughs> okay then they go through their hole then they went to the other field wow got a lot of food to eat <laughs> so they they go and eat the food and they become uh, you know the grass or whatever food they eat and they become very fat <laughs> okay then after that they want to go back to their former home right they go back to the hole right cannot go already <laughs> because they are fat already okay so this is a joke but in reality is this right i mean where, where you know pastors get a lot of uh, accusation of uh, stealing sheep and all that so we we had this understanding, right? That it's not, we steal sheep. That you didn't feed the sheep. Ah? The sheep very thin and there's a very hole. So they creep, you know, they crawl through the hole. Now they're fat already, they cannot go back. So don't blame me. Okay. So actually it's true, right? Sheep need food. Okay. And they are looking for food. So spiritually, if they are not fed properly where they are, all right, God will take them somewhere else where they can grow because God has loved them and have destiny for them and they love God, right? But they are not fat properly. So they go to a place where they get fat, you know, and fat and then they cannot go back there. So if anyone come here, grow fat and cannot go back to where you came from, it's not my fault, okay? <laughs> Remember this story, okay? Yeah? You, you got fat, okay? You cannot go back, all right? So praise the Lord. That is the land that God said he will bless Abraham, a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great. And you shall be a blessing. So no longer we try to make our own self great. We have a wonderful God who is the one who's going to make us great. And then not stop there. You become a blessing. All right. That's why I said we need to go faith to faith so that we can bless others already. All right. Not about me and my family all got enough food, that's all. No. Faith 
sow, we want bigger harvest. Why? Because they, oh, my family only got four, right? But Robert and Joan uh, sow next time when they plant, they will plant more seed to feed more than four people. Why? Because they want to bless others. So they sow bigger seed to get bigger harvest, right? So we don't have this small mentality only, uh, you know, God just take care of me and my family, right? But God put inside the same heart that he has for us to take care of other families. This is the blessing of Abraham so that your, you, you will have more than enough, not for, uh, enough for yourself and be a blessing to others. So you can keep giving, keep so, uh, and the way is keep sowing, right? So I will bless those who bless you, right? And I will curse those who curse you. In you, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. You know, actually, it's true. Uh, is it Adeline putting that name there, Go Family, that suddenly I got struck with this revelation, right? That God, you know, so that's why sometimes we, uh, God can use anything, you know, to give us revelation. You may just be reading this verse or any verse 1,000 times, and it just doesn't strike, okay? But the moment Holy Spirit opened our eyes, wow, I saw, see, God, he's telling me, God's going to do this blessing in Beauty for Ashes family, my family, you know, and I'm so glad, you know, after that, I saw uh, Robert, no change, he's one to uh, family, okay, because your family not only include four of you, right, there will be others that God will bring in, right, to low family, and then, you know, when you go to Cambodia, Myanmar, you will have spiritual children there, <laughs> it's going to expand, all right, praise the Lord, right, so wonderful, so you're going to have a bigger family now, right? The strangers in the feast, right? The Jews, yeah? God say he take care of not only their, you know, the blood family, but those that come in, their household, their mates, right? They are uh, foreigners, the strangers that they uh, take care of. They become part of the family, the household, okay? So God's blessing families here. It's one person or family is bigger. Family, right? That's why the numbers will increase. God said, I will increase you numerically as well as uh, financially numbers. And how? Families, why? Families. So, and that's a promise of God, right? The household will be saved. So, each of you here, you may come in as one. God's going to expand and save your family members as well. Don't worry, all right, about the natural signs that look like opposition or whatever. Don't look at those things. Look at what God says. That is what will happen according to God. That is called faith, believing in what God said. And, the, and then from there, you know, all the families will be blessed. Blessed is coming, the first blessing is coming to know Jesus. All right? From there, all the other blessings come in. So Abram departed as the Lord has spoken to him and Lot went with him. Uh, so Robert is going to depart, right? <laughs> Soon. And Abraham was 75 years old when he departed from Haran. Okay? So, Abraham took Sarai, his wife, and uh, Lot, with his brother's son, and all his possessions that they gathered, and the people whom they had acquired in Haran, and they departed to go to the land of Canaan. So, they were in the wrong place. Okay? But, God, he moved according to what God say, and then they went to the land of Canaan, the promised land. Okay, so you understand the spiritual uh, meaning as well. Right? Where are we in the land of promise? Okay, in the body of Christ, in a particular church where God has put you. 
to grow, to serve, and to fulfill your destiny and where you eat your spiritual food. Okay? The land of promise. Okay. Where you receive all the promises and able to live in these promises. Faith moved Abraham, motivated Abraham to obey God's call and lead the familiar to discover the territory he, des he was destined to inherit from God. Now, this word, leaving the familiar, all right, is very interesting. Okay, we are used to living what? What we are used to. <laughs> Use our old name, la, new name. La. Can you hear? In our comfort zone. Ah, yes, comfort zone, what we are comfortable with. And we are not comfortable with changes. Human nature, the old nature. Don't even like a new name. Don't even like our friend name to be changed, right? <laughs> the friend name changed if we get angry, is it? No, 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 I like your old name. See, the familiar, we are so used to be comfortable with what is actually we are familiar with. We don't like change. But God is a God who always, he doesn't change, <laughs> but he will have to change us because we are not yet, you know, in the... Uh, exactly where God can use us. So much in our five senses, so much in the carnal mind, right? in the enmity with God, against God. So even Abraham had to change name, right? Before he finally saw his uh, fulfillment of his promise, God changed his name from Abraham to Abraham. Hey, imagine all those, his friends say, I don't want, we all 75 years already <laughs> used to calling you Abraham. Well, it is a long time, huh? so for some people it's their whole lifetime. I don't want my father, why suddenly change name? Ah? <laughs> I don't want to call my father uh, Robert. You know, you're used to calling him Robert already. Why now suddenly God give him new name? We don't want. See, Abraham don't allow the people around him, whether they don't care whether they want or don't want to accept his new name. God gave him the new name, he take it. Okay? Abraham means father, but Abraham means father of many. Which one better? <laughs> Father of many, right? Because he don't have to take care of his, you know, to uh, find the resources to feed all his many children. God is the one who take care for, for him, right? So we, we, we are so used to you know, what we are comfortable with. We don't want to move out of that. To actually, you know, we call it comfort zone. We know it's not very comfortable, so, right? At times. <laughs> okay, so, but God, when if he's from him, then go for it because what it is to move him from the familiar, right? That you're used to. Familiar also come from family, right? To the a new territory. That's why children, they don't like to, you know, they're very comfortable with their parents always giving them money, <laughs> always taking cooking for them, right? Well, one day the parents say, hey, you have to get out. <laughs> from the house, go and find, you know, your life, right? then, then a bit scared, scared, okay, so God said, when you are grown up already, ah, have to get up from what you, they're just receiving, receiving, okay, it's okay to receive, but time you are able to give is even more wonderful, you have become responsible, you have grown up, okay, so, but that change has to come from we leaving the familiar. So I'm not used to tithing offering, ah, very scary. 
it's okay. <laughs> Nobody force you. But when you do it, it is to enter into a greater inheritance. Okay? To leave the familiar of fear and doubt. To get into the place where God supplies, where God provides. Isn't that even more exciting? But you have to leave the familiar, right? Oh, what we are used to doing for 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, all the fears, all the everything, get out of it. You know, Catherine is now stepping out. Oh, not scared already. <laughs> Can hear or not? Yeah, she was super scared one when I first know her some years back. Oh, I see, I've never seen a person so scared of no money. You know, not condemning, but really, there was so much fear in her. Right? That she dare not even take leave. Correct? It's a testimony. She told me. I said, oh, you never take leave one up. I said, leave is for us to rest, right? For us to enjoy ourselves. And then she said, oh, yes, you never take leave one. I said, how huh? you work so long, you never take leave one. I said, why? I said, why? Then what you do with your leave? Forfeit up. Then she said, no, I exchange it for money. <laughs> so in the world, it's very smart. It's not smart because God wants us to rest. You know? So, Later on, so it took some time for her to come out from her familiar, you know, where she's hold on to money, because, but she did it out of ignorance, you know, and fear, right? But God saved her, you know, and she come to know that there is a God who can take care of her. That as she tied, she saw Daddy God takes care and she saw how Daddy God took care. No more fear of uh, uh, and hold on to money for life like that, you know? Yeah, money is still from this earth, ma, right? But eventually, where she got born again, she, she born again, feel the Holy Spirit and renew the mind, okay? To understand what is giving to God. It's nothing to fear. It is really having God take care of us, right? Like a million experience. It's so nice to experience early in your walk with Christ, right? If later you, you actually have some wasted years, uh, but if you uh, experience... Uh, earlier, the revelation and being taught earlier, like I was taught when I was uh, 10 years old, you know, I'm thankful today to my Sunday school teachers, right, who taught me about tithing and giving, that when I went into working place, right, I don't have to worry about finances, and my job was always blessed, yeah, so it is get, get over the, the unfamiliar Cannot get out from the familiar because the familiar is not going to bring you anywhere. Familiar is basically the five senses realm, all right, where we have been used to, and we think that that's it. You know, that's how my mother lived their life, my parents lived their life, you know, and survive in this world. So I follow that route. You're familiar with it. You don't want to change route, right? You go this way, and that's the way. But Jesus said, "I am the way." So is He going to lead us the same way? No. Right? Because it's a spiritual realm. But that is the, the realm that we are destined to inherit. Okay? The, all the rewards all waiting for you, Robert Lowe, in heaven. Yeah. It's all our destiny. Okay? Eternal. It's coming very soon. So he left with only uh, Abraham, left his uh, physical place with only what? A promise. He only got one promise, only a promise. And that's enough to move him. Today, we got a thousand promises. So still cannot move. <laughs> I said, there's so many promises. Why y'all don't meditate one? Huh? I, it just blow my mind. You know? Why? 
these promises are more better than our parents' promises, our boss' promise, our, you know, they break their promise, okay? They can say, okay, this year you have a three-month bonus. At the end of the year, they say, sorry, uh, this year the, the collection very bad, uh, uh, no bonus. They can, they can tell you, right? You know, be working. It can happen overnight. Yeah, but we hold on to the boss promise, work like hell. <laughs> if there's such a thing. Right? Work and sweat. And, and then after that, at the end of the year, they say, um, sorry, la. it's not that I don't want to give you. La. You know, <laughs> collection was bad. La. Economy bad. La. What can you say? Kill him? No, it's a promise. It's not the bonus. It's a promise. Okay, It's not the... Uh, the, the salary that you work. So you cannot sue your boss for not giving you bonus, right? The bonus is based on a promise, okay? But the work one, they have to pay you. No choice. So if they cannot pay, they will tell you to leave, lah, right? Because they, get, they will get sued. Okay, that is what you earn. And this is what we're going to learn today also a little bit. <laughs> so, right? So the, he had the promise. Promise of who? God. So God promises so many things. When I was younger, when I heard about meditation from person, I took all the promises, there are thousands of, around a thousand plus, right, of our promises of God for our life. I every day meditate, I every day confess. Because, oh, if you have God's promise, it's like you strike to the world, it's strike goal, <laughs> you know? Because God is so almighty. You know, so that's why go go and confess and meditate the promises of Malachi 3, 10, you know, 2 Corinthians and all the Proverbs and all the blessings. You're the one? You don't want to give me a... <laughs> okay, give Robert Loa. You can, you know, take all and then go and give to the people in Cambodia. Right? The blessings of all. Meditate. The promise. Right, you, your father promised children, right? Marianne will come after you, I know. <laughs> if Rabelo uh, promised her something, uh, okay, I give you this one, right? And you will remind him, Daddy, you promised me, right? That today the mom, mom shared something, right? What's what you want? Okay, you promised already, you must do, right? So we may fail, but God promised, God's word say, you will never fail. So go and Take all his promises and make it easy for you already. I go personalize, I go hunt for them and then and they have become real in my life. I don't simply give you a new one that I don't even know about. Okay? All these promises are real. Not only me experience, so many of God's children experience. So go take the promises of God. Don't just take the promise of man. Okay? Take the promise of God. Right? And they will lead you. Okay? So based on just a promise. Yeah. So it's just like uh, faith, right? Faith is based on God's word. A promise of God's word. When I tithe and offer, I'm facing, I'm doing it based on God's word. That he say, you know, when you bring your tithes and your offerings, I will open the windows of his promise. It's there, tied to the instruction. When you honor your parents, you will live long life. Ephesians chapter 6. Okay? It's a promise. Yeah? That comes with an instruction. So why not? It's not very hard to do, right? So, he didn't ask you to go and work 12 hours in the field. That one maybe you say very hard, I've got no strength. Right? So, so simple. That is faith. It's actually very simple. I'll tell you how simple it is. Okay? The only thing we need to see is that we now acting on God's word instead of man's word. That's the only thing. Okay, I'll show you for the so with only a promise, that means he trusts this person so much, God. 
And without even looking ahead of time, there he was going, Abraham stepped out in faith. So faith is not blind, all right? He, based on a promise, he went out. Okay, so it's not, uh, yeah, don't know how, what's the Stephanie asked me to go, what me to type? I didn't, okay? It's God's word, all right? <laughs> so then, Pastor Stephanie asked me to go Cambodia. Oh, no, no, no. Holy Spirit, okay, through me, I'm the messenger only, okay? So you go, but what is the promise? That you will experience the power of God. You will save souls, right? You will experience blessing. Open the windows of heaven, right? Your descendants will be more, right? This one also, I didn't think about it, right? The family of Robert Lowe will grow. It came just as I was preaching, right? That you will have, uh, you know, new members in Cambodia, in uh, um, Myanmar. So wonderful to be blessed with new members in your family, okay? Not just business, right? In God's business, in God's family. How wonderful is that, right? As God will take care of your finances. So, one promise alone. We have so many thousand. Can you imagine what will happen if all the children of God in the embassy, God's embassy, all right, begin to take all his promises, spirit, soul, body, every area, we will prosper. Yeah. And he step out in fear. Come <laughs> step out in faith. Yes, not scared already. Okay. Faith, not fear. He lived by faith. See, they live by faith. Faith is the way how to live our lives after we were saved by grace. Okay, we, that time we started with a little faith. Never con, uh, be satisfied with a little faith. Even a little faith is supposed to move a mountain. Okay, but Jesus challenged us to his disciples, you know, go for greater faith, great faith. And what is that? So he lived by faith. There's no other way to live, okay? If you want to live in the realm of God, it's not live by love. The world, yes, we, we have the love, we demonstrate the love. But in order to continue living the spiritual realm, we need to live by faith. Because everyone can be very loving in the world, with or without Jesus. Haven't you seen someone who is very loving, very kind, and is not a believer? Also God. But faith means faith in God, in Jesus. Now, it's either you're in or you're out. Either you believe Jesus, you don't believe Jesus. So if you don't believe Jesus, there's no faith in Jesus. That's why we live by faith in Him, in His Word. All right? Other things, grace, everyone also got. But we cannot continue living just by all those other things. Okay? Because it's a realm spiritual realm where we see Jesus with our spirit eyes the rest don't see okay even you can be born again they don't see God <laughs> okay he journeyed through the land by faith as an immigrant in his promised land we are all immigrants not illegal hopefully we are all legal in uh, <laughs> not hopefully we are all legal if you came by uh, Jesus, all right, legal in, that's why in John 1, 12, he said, God, when you believe Jesus, he gives you the legal right to become sons of God, right? Remember, I teach a lot that whole the Christianity, you know, all our, all our belief and, and God is very legal, 
in his system. And God is what? Judge. You see, that's where all the law came from. They have to put the Bible, right? God makes sure, you know, that his thumbprint or his, uh, you know, is everywhere in the world. You have the festivals, that whether the person in China or what, they celebrate Chinese, but somehow it's something about God there, Jesus. And then the courts of the law also got God there. Even an unbelieving country also had to follow. Take the Bible. Do you swear in uh, 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 what? Uh? <laughs> that, you know, to tell the truth and nothing but the truth, right? Based on what? What they give you? The Bible. I don't know here, certain countries, they may change it up. But generally, universally, the court of law is based on the truth of the, the Bible as the ultimate truth. The one and only truth. God. Okay? So, God put his thumbprint and everything everywhere in the world. Yeah, it's just need eyes to open. <clears throat> then in his promised land, all right, as though it belonged to someone else. See, even Abraham, though he was so blessed, all right, in his life, he didn't live in, put his permanent uh, fit, foot, footing into this world. From the very beginning, all right, God already. Uh, Abraham already know that he don't belong in this world. He just enjoy all the blessings. All right, his promised land. After you will see where it is. Okay, he journeyed through the land, living in tents. He could have just built his palace there. <laughs> He's super rich, right? <laughs> yeah, every one of us would quickly build one already. We are multi-millionaire. We build one big, big, big palace. No, he chose to live in tents. There's a reason. It's a spiritual meaning for us, okay, who belong to God, that we are not to fully settle here. Yes, I'm not saying you cannot own lands and all that. Go ahead, all right? But just in your heart, don't settle there, all right? See what Abraham, Abraham, our father, okay, how he saw to the eyes of faith. He journeyed with living in tents with Isaac and Jacob who were persuaded that they were also co-heirs of the same promise. Remember, he had one uh, promise, that God will bless him. God will bless him. So whatever he do, center around that. That his God is going to bless him. Not man, not himself. His God is going to bless him. So he, his eyes were always looking at God. God tell him to move, he move. God tell him to stay, he stay. He won't do anything that go against what God tell him to do. Because he go by promise. Oh, there goes the eyes of faith. <laughs> I think one time he don't post something like that. About eyes of faith. So his eyes of faith. Okay, your eyes are eyes of faith or what? <laughs> your if you want Abraham's faith to inherit what he inherited, it takes faith. Okay, his eyes of faith were set where, as I said, he could immediately build a palace, the Taj Mahal, or whatever, the five, the seven wonders of the world. He's very rich. Okay, Abraham, <laughs> and. He didn't do that. His eyes were not set on this world. He lived in tents, like a nomad like that. Very weird, right? So rich, he want anything, he get everything. Thousands of, uh, he got plenty of servants, plenty of cows, goats, whatever he needed. Very rich. But his eyes of faith, okay? Because faith is what? Seeing, not the natural realm. He didn't start there. Was set. Have you set your eyes? You know, set already. 
people say they are set their eyes on getting this goal to become a millionaire. Wow, and they got it, right? So the world teach you, just set your eyes, focus, focus, focus on your goal. Right, yeah. <laughs> and then end up in misery, right? Stress. Okay, if you're a believer, you won't go hell up, right? But stress, why? Set your focus, the goal. Paul says what? My goal, my eyes are on Jesus. What he has for me is destiny for me is what I have set my eyes. I don't look here to the left, to the right. I'm not focusing anymore right, on my money, on my things. They come and they go. Praise the Lord. I sow more seed to bless more people, right, to have more to bless others. Yeah, so that more can come into the kingdom of God and know how good our daddy is. He sat on the city with unshakable foundation. In this world, God or not? <laughs> such a city I don't have yes thank you Robert don't have any architect here All right. whose architect and builder is God any construction person can do a building that cannot be shaken one foundation cannot be shaken one alright that means earthquake also no matter how cannot move one alright tsunami or what no because God's word say very clearly everything on this earth can be shaken and this earth also very old already. Eventually, God will give us, will make a new earth and a new heaven. So, he don't look at anything that is temporary. Abraham's faith, one Abraham's faith, okay, is set on up there, on God. His eyes are very focused. He knows what's his goal. Paul says so. Same thing, all right? Forgetting what is past, I set my goal, the mark of my calling, all right, to know him and to do his will, whose architect and builder is God. You think God wants to build homes here? <laughs> that is very, you know, like uh, uh, eternal homes cannot be built here. Lah. You are uh, insulting God. <laughs> he built mansions. Jesus said, I know, I prepare mansions. His angels can do a better job. Right? But it, I'm not saying don't enjoy whatever God gives you. Okay, go ahead. Right, it's fine, and uh, each person just what you desire. I desire just a small place where everything I can reach. But if you desire a bigger one, okay. You see, it's no condemnation, no guilt that you want a bigger house. What doesn't God is so good to us, but just don't focus here, all right? Because that is it will all pass and. What God built is higher quality, better technology. <laughs> Heaven, streets of gold. Yeah, I think I remember Robert Lowe said that one time about the gold. I forgot what he said. Yeah, you saw or what? You had a dream or what? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. that's where the, it was given to us. Our destination, you know, in heaven, future is so much. People who went, had a glimpse of heaven, they come back and say, cannot describe. Because it is not built with our own architect here or the you know builders. Sorry, it's a higher, higher, more uh, where moth and uh, cockroach cannot stay, you know, it doesn't rust, doesn't decay. Nothing in heaven decays. So you still want the earth one that decay, then that's why hold on to the things on earth, rapture come. Bye-bye. <laughs> Don't hold on anything. You say, go, take me, Lord. I'm going. Bye-bye to your million-dollar house or whatever. It was just temporarily housing me, giving me the pleasure. 
you know, if, if that's what you like. Because God gives us different people, different things we like. So it's okay. All right? It's really okay. If you want big, big house, God will give you. As long as you focus on Him. Okay? He won't give you something that will destroy you. As in, you know, sometimes God knows better. Yeah? So if the material things can destroy us, I believe as a good God, He, he don't give it to us. Better. You know, like, like your parents, right? You, you know that sometimes you spoil a child and that destroy the child yeah, too much until they go and commit crime and all kinds of things. Right? So sometimes the grace of God is the one to protect us. We, we ask for nonsense. That's why the, he don't answer all our prayers. If you say, oh, why not answer? Huh? I ask for, you know, million dollars, but God never give me the million dollars. <laughs> because God said, I need to save your soul first. <laughs> right? The million dollars might kill you when it's at the wrong time. Uh, but when your heart is already full of God, already the time, okay, I give you the million dollar because it's not going to destroy you, right? So I'm not God, right? But sometimes God works in that way. Right? So that's why I pray in the spirit and don't crazy for the things of this world. But you have desire, God will give it to you, okay? So ours, we are set on the unshakable foundation one in heaven. We really cannot live on this earth for that long. Let me use Abraham. Okay, uh, Romans 4 is a very exciting uh, uh, account of Abraham's faith. Let me use Abraham, Paul is talking, uh, as an example. It is clear that hum humanly speaking, he was the founder of Judaism. What was his experience of being made right with God? So where this faith and all these blessings, Abraham's blessings come from? It starts from an experience of being made right with God. Okay? This is very important. Without this, nothing else comes. What was it by his good works of keeping the law? No. For it, it was by the things he did, he would have something to boast about. But no one boasts before God. Okay? So all this his faith, his blessings, everything have to start at this point of being made right with God. And it was not by his good works or his own works. That is the self-righteousness. Okay, which I do good works and then God give me the blessing. See, the condition for Abraham, the God's promise to him blessing was not based on Abraham. If you do good, you don't harm anyone. All right, you love everyone. You are kind then I will bless you, I will make you great. He said what? Two conditions only. If you leave your country and your, what you're familiar with, your family, spiritual one, huh? you all understand already, right? That I'm talking about the spiritual. But for him, it is physical as well. Okay, He had to leave, physically leave his country because his country is a hidden country, Haran. Haran. Okay? And he had to leave his family, all right? So, it was not, uh, a, and then the law also not yet given. Right? God didn't tell him you have to be good, you have to not sin or anything. Just two conditions, leave the family, leave the country, leave our previous uh, uh, spiritual uh, heritage from Adam. Right? Leave this being uh, grounded to this world. Okay, Realize we are from heaven, these two parts. And then, 
That's all. I give you the promise. I will bless you. So was it by keeping the law? No. For it was, if it was by the things he did, he would have something to boast about. So when he get the blessing, all right, he would be boasting. I did it. Uh, we can even simply say, uh, by God's grace. Uh. Sometimes I'm very sick of hearing this word, by God's grace. <laughs> because it clearly, they are boasting and then they just simply put, by God's grace. <laughs> right? There's nothing to boast. When you realize it is God who do for you, it is really no, no, uh, no boasting at all. You, you just know that person talk is different. He knows it is God who blessed them. Like, I know, uh, Robert and Joe, when they go and preach the gospel, they know 100% is God. <laughs> okay, because here, I can see Joe in the natural, she also quite scared. Right? But I know that is where God said, I can show, I can do through you. Because she will have nothing to boast. Right? She will know that it is God right? who is the one healing the sick, who is the one moving to her, who is the one uh, speaking through her. Same for Robert Lowe. Yeah? So in the things of the world, it's the same. Yeah? God will do, bless us. All right? He make us right. Blessing comes with us. Nothing to boast at all. Zero boasting about what we were capable of, what we, are, we can do. He will bring us to the place of zero posting. Okay? Okay, so listen to what the scriptures say. Because Abraham believed God's words by his faith, transferred God's righteousness into his account. Repeat that. Eh? Because Abraham believed God's words, his faith transferred God's righteousness into his account. Okay, that means... He became righteous, all right, right before God, as if he didn't sin. Okay, what did he do? He believed God's words. He believed the promise. He believed what God said to him, all right, that he did leave the country and leave his family, go into this new land, and God will bless him. So, what does that mean? Faith is not something that, you know, we are always thinking I need faith. I want to practice faith. Believing God's word. That means there are other people's word besides God. You remember Adam and Eve in the garden? Genesis chapter 3. I didn't put it here. Okay. At first, God told Adam, right? All the trees, the fruit you can eat, except this one tree you cannot eat. Tree of the knowledge of good and evil. This fruit of this tree you cannot eat. Then, don't know where uh, the Eve went. Okay, <laughs> in the garden. All right, you, she must be wandering around. And then she met who? By herself, she met the serpent. Yeah, she met the serpent. The serpent was the devil using the body of the serpent. Okay, and then she entered into what? With the serpent? What did she do with the serpent? Talk, ah. <laughs> conversation, right? The God made Adam and Eve to talk with God, right? God will come and fellowship and they're supposed to have a chat with God in the court, a fellowship with God, talk with God, listen to his words, see what God say, then, ah, okay, you're attending the, you know, the field, okay, you know, all the wonderful things they, they're telling God and then God telling them. But here was Eve. She moved, 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 
<laughs> and then she met a serpent. And then someone talked to the serpent. Did God say talk to the serpent? No. And then what happened? As, they, as she entered into the conversation, the serpent began to twist the word of God. What God said. I better don't say the word of God, right? Because we hear it so many times, it's like, what do I say? Okay, so the, the serpent talking to Eve asked her, did God say this? Did God say that? No, God said like this. So they had a conversation. And then she became what? Confused. The word is actually DC. Okay, so you want to enter. So today, and then after that, after they sin already, they disobey God, right? I gave to Adam the fruit, eat, and then gone. All right. God came back, came down, and then talked to Adam. You can read it. Huh? Then God said to then Adam and Eve already go hide. <laughs> now it's hide and seek already. <laughs> okay, last time, oh, so happy, go out now. Uh, see, sin caused you to be fearful, be afraid, and instead of enjoying and celebrating the presence of God. Because disobedient, ma, right? So, what did God say? That's what they said. God, uh, uh, God called Adam. Then Adam said, to come out already. Say, where are you, Adam? Then Adam said, cannot run already, cannot hide already, right? So Adam and Eve said, um, we hurt you, but we were naked and we were afraid. We were naked and we were afraid. Then what did God say? He said what? Who told you? <laughs> yeah. Who told you? Who told you you were naked and you, you know, that make you say that, you know, and you become, who told you? You see? Today is the same, right? That's why Psalms 1 say, don't sit in the council of the ungodly. No, doesn't mean that evil people or whatever. People without our God. They have given you wrong, different counsel and be confused because it sounds the same. Eve was confused when you're talking to the serpent. Did she think the serpent is evil or she don't know? Okay, they were in a state of innocence. But God said, I talked to you. Okay, so she was confused, deceived. Deceive is what? Half truth, half lie. Uh, if direct is a lie, deception is half truth, half lie. So, what is that for us? Listen only God's word, what God say. And when we go and listen to other people say, even they be Christian, right? We get confused if they don't give you exactly what the word of God say. It may be half truth, half lie. So it's okay. Don't need to uh, tie, no need to give because God is good. <laughs> I'm not saying you have to, okay? It's really up to you. There is no more law, I mean, as in uh, do's and don'ts. But this is God's way. And someone can just water it down and let you miss the blessing, okay, of what God has for you as his child. It's okay, don't preach, no need to preach the gospel. You save really your family safe and good enough. Yeah, it is. You go to all go to heaven. But the blessing of you know uh, having rejoicing for uh, you know others safe and then in heaven bringing so many souls, right? See, half true, half true. 
it. So where you, does faith, it is when you are listening either to God's word, which is his word now, or man's word. And all the things that we have learned before, I mean, without God, is opposite. Understand? So when we listen to something, we believe something, we don't even think it's faith. You, we, 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 what we always say, like, I'm sick. I have this sickness because the doctor said so. Your body said so. Do we think for a minute that we have to think so deep whether we are sick or not sick? We already believe it. That's why we say it out. We already believe what the doctor said. We already believe what our body telling you, the pain or the, what we can see. So we automatically just say, actually, it is what the doctor has said. Actually, it is what we have been learning about our own self. Right? That when your body feels hot, it is fever. You'll be listening to all these kind of uh, things. And we have already believed it. We actually have, you know. So it comes out naturally. So when we are talking, you know, about a faith, all right, it is simply believing God's word. We don't even think, oh, I need to have faith. When we have put God's word inside and your belief has changed already by his stripes and few. That means you're already listening to believing God's word against believing the doctor's word or our five senses word. You come to that state already. You don't even think of faith. When you are speaking on what you believe in, if you are speaking what you believe in God's word, there is faith already. That is faith in, out from you. You understand what I'm saying? Okay. If you, say, if you still have this, I'm not sure, but I'm trying to believe God that it's not yet faith. Because you're still thinking of how to have faith. That's why the urgency and the importance of meditating and confessing. Because we have so many years been listening to man's word. Sometimes it's the devil's word, right? Same, like in the Garden of Eden. The devil came. They have been having conversation after conversation <laughs> with the devil, knowing that he is the, that he is the devil with the serpent. Okay, I'm not saying, uh, you know, uh, we go into a uh, heart and then stay there. Okay, but make sure the word of God is stronger than the word of man. So if someone speaks to you opposite, you know already. Not like if like that, so so thing. Okay, not the if here. Huh? <laughs> okay, blah blah. They tell her this, you know, she believed that the serpent tell her this conversation. Who that's why have more conversations with the people of God. Here is a wonderful family speak to one another more about God and put God's word in your mouth, in your heart and out of your mouth. Have more conversation with God. Meditation, confession, read God's word. How are you going to know what is God's word if you don't even, you know, when someone is speaking something and whether that is God's word or not, if you don't even know God's word. Important or not? Okay, so it, this faith of Abraham is very simple and actually of everyone else, right? It is believing God's words. And God's word can be very trickery. 
Okay, because as I said, in the Bible, got so many. We say, oh, the whole Bible is God's word. But there's law there. There's half true, half grace can be very confusing. Okay, so the more we understand, go by the promises. That's the best. The promises. If there are instructions, instructions with promises. Okay, because the promise is not the law. The promise is what God said he has done for us. And that's where, of course, your pastors and all that give it to you. All right, easier for you to swallow. All right, but on your part, you have to be careful. As in, the only way to protect yourself from deception is to know the truth. Right? If you don't know the truth, you are out there as a very good bait for the lying devil. Same as Adam. So, you know, she was uh, also probably going around that tree that God said don't go. <laughs> She's looking at the fruit because the, the serpent was telling her, right? You see this fruit? Then she saw the fruit. Wow, nice or look very delicious on this fruit. Don't know whether it's durian or what. <laughs> so delicious. So she was hanging around the wrong tree. Because so many other trees. Why should she go to this tree? Like God said already, don't eat this fruit. So tree always symbolize what? People. Okay? Trees of righteousness, people. Who are you talking a lot to? I'm not saying if the most, you know, we are to influence the world, not that it will influence us. We tell them the truth, not they tell us. <laughs> we are the people with the truth. And when you talk to someone, you're able to share with them the truth from their, they are the confused one, not you. <laughs> okay, you are the, Bible said the light one, right? The enlightened one. And then, that's how you're going to get your light from. From the lamb, right? The word of God, right? It's like a lamb to my feet and a light to my path. If you're also in darkness, then the world, you think that the world is giving you light. So you go to the world for light. But we are the one with the light, right? With a clear direction, with knowing that there is a God. Our God is a real God. Then they confuse you with this God, that God, or with whatever it is, don't even seem like a God. And then we think, okay, this is how. See, we are the light of the world. We are the salt of the earth. Yeah, Lillian asked that one uh, earlier. Okay, we are the one who bring the, the revelation to them, the, the taste to them, that they want to taste that our God is good. And not we go there and taste their God good or not, <laughs> their principles good or not. No, we follow God's principles, practice it, we get blessed. Then they say, hey, your God, huh? Jun, your God so good and I can bless you. Eh? How are eh? you? didn't follow our principle. Eh? Yeah, I follow God. Eh? You want to know my God? I sit down, five minutes, ten minutes, I share with you Jesus. <laughs> yeah, but we need to know He's God, our God, right? So we are the salt of the earth. We are the light. Well, don't make it the other way around. The world try to rub salt on you. <laughs> you rub the salt on them, all right, on Jesus. You don't be confused, okay? So that's why Coming in, build your spirit, man. Knowing the promises of God will give you the no more like if, all right? Always uh, having conversation too much. Okay, don't hand with the devil, with the serpent. She don't know it's the devil. The devil didn't come and say, hello, Eve, I am actually the devil, the enemy of God. 
Did the serpent introduce herself like that? No. He just talked to her. <laughs> Very nice. Like, cool friend. Yours. <laughs> Yours, Evelyn, Eve. You know? Hey, how are you this day? You know? Do you like this tree? The fruit here? Very nice, huh? Yeah. Did God say like this? Ah. Twisted. So, who are we hanging out with? Don't go for the world thing, you know, you need to hang out with the rich and all that to become rich. Yeah, that is true. Okay, but where it come from? We don't need to hang out with the rich to become rich. The word of God didn't say that. He said we just need to hang out in the, with the wise in God. Yeah, to become wise. And wisdom will bring you riches. When we have the wisdom of God. When you have God's word, you have wisdom the world don't have. Okay, and that will bring you the prosperity, right? That is without stress, without sorrow. And so, when we believe God's word, this is so very important. This is the key to the whole thing about faith. You understand? You catch this? Faith is not a problem because faith is from God's word. That's all. Abraham believed God's word. Why we don't have faith is when we still don't believe this is what God say God will do. As simple as that. Or he has done. Or healing. We still haven't, you know, there's no condemnation. But we still not yet believe that God has healed us. Alright, then we say, oh, I don't have faith <clears throat> in healing. Actually, it's not the, yeah, it, it connects. But the thing is, we don't believe what God say yet. Okay? Yeah. So, how do we make ourselves have faith to believe God's word? And that is by listening to God's word all the time, which is the correct word, okay? The promises of God, all right? The new creation, who God is. The more we listen to who God is, He's all-powerful, He's almighty, He owns this whole world, right? And we tiny operate on, become not a problem. That is faith, right? No problem already because we are believing what He's saying, that when we give, we receive even much more. So we still don't believe that. How to live in faith. Right? So living in faith is just very simple. Believing what God said. Even the first step of being made right with God is just believing. You know, the, you tell people, you receive Jesus, you receive his righteousness, you are made right. You say, huh? <laughs> okay, so that's why I don't talk about the righteousness. Too big, they cannot understand. Actually, that's what happened. They are made right, right standing. That means you know, as if they never seen, which is it doesn't make sense to the, the world that we have been brought up with. That means your parents will tell you, right, you need to be behave right, do right, do good, don't do bad, then only you are right. Okay? Uh, and a good person. Okay, then only mommy daddy will give you, bless you, whatever. You must not do bad. Okay, so, but now, Christianity or the gospel is just believing Jesus can make you right. That is faith, which is belief. You all believe that. We didn't see Jesus, okay? But because of the mind not renewed, we go back into work, works, trying to be good. When actually, if you understand it, he already made us good. That moment, Lillian, you said, 
um, Jesus come into my heart, you got his righteousness. You became right standing with God. All right? But as you learn the word, then you begin to understand more. Okay? So at that point, when, God, when Abraham believed God's word and God's promise, God transferred righteousness. That is called faith. And belief is faith. Okay? Believing, sorry, believing God's word, that's faith. Transferred God's righteousness into his account. Okay, later I'll show you what is that. When people work, they earn wages. It can't be considered a free gift because they earn it. Okay, so when you go to work and your boss pay you at the end of the month, that is what you earn, you deserve. You work for it. Okay, so I know that people hard because I want stuff like that before. <laughs> she, she won't thank me, only bonus she thank. But uh, if I give her salary, she don't thank that. I ask her, why you don't say thank you? And say, because I earn it one. Uh. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I cannot demand a thank you from her also because she worked for it. That's what we earn. Now, if we see God this way, that's why we don't know how to thank God. We don't know how to appreciate. All right? Thanking God is giving ourselves to Him, giving everything we have. Whatever to say. That is gratitude. When we realize we got the blessing not by what we earn, but what we, uh, yeah, by, by our work. We didn't earn it. Okay? Earning is wages. So no one earns God's righteousness. No matter how hard you try to do good, even tithing offering don't make you righteous. Okay, you're already righteous first by faith in Christ. Then only that's where you begin to uh, do what God's word say. Okay, so if we tithe and offer thinking that that will make us great, that is what the Pharisees also got it wrong. Right? They told Jesus, they boasted. See, anything that make you boast, you haven't got it yet, the person. All right? Because what we receive from God is by grace, undeserved. So they boasted about their praying, their tithing. All right? Yeah, we don't boast about it, but we share. All right? We testify, okay, that when we obey God, Jesus, he bless us. Okay? But it's not, you know, like the Pharisees' way is different. Okay, they were under the law. So they, they boasted about their self-righteousness. Okay? Here, we boast about Jesus giving us the ability, blessing us and giving us the ability to give back to him. Ah, it's different. When you hear uh, Lillian share, she's sharing about excitement, you know, with all her heart. Oh, God bless. That's different. But a person who boasts is different. You say, hmm, you see? Give up a lot. Uh. You know, some people they give also the whole world must know one. <laughs> they publish in the newspaper like that. You know, the whole world knows that they have given you know 10,000 to missions or what. You know, yeah, especially to charity, God uh, say very clearly. Tiny offering, you know, we can tell because it's already fixed 10%. But for the giving of to the poor, the Bible says, don't even let your right hand know what your left hand give. It's so beautiful. You know, when we give to poor, to the missions and all that, it's better if less people know. Because that's the way. You say that I 
your God who see you secretly will reward you openly. It's God's way. Okay, but tithing is a standard, it's a something God already said. So that's okay, you know. So no one earns God's righteousness. It can only be transferred when we no longer rely on our own words. So first thing, before we can receive and attract all the blessings, all right, that you all are experiencing, first is to realize that we were made right by faith, by believing, okay, not by our good words. But believe in the one who powerfully declares the ungodly to be righteous in his eyes. Okay, so we were without God, we were disobedient, we were in our sin, but God made us right by the one act of faith, which is believing that Jesus can make us right. Alright, so all of us did that first step. It is faith that transfers God's righteousness to your account. Okay, so what is this? Account. Okay, okay. Uh, I use phone one, so I have limited way of bringing it out. So anyway, I did it in a simple way. Account is a record or statement of financial expenditure and receipts relating to a particular period or purpose. So it's like there's a record of our life, okay? Accounting record of our life, a statement of our expenses and what we receive, what goes out, what we owe, and what we spend and what we have. To a particular period of time, so through our whole life until we know Jesus, right? So the sinner's account, all of us before we receive Jesus, we all had this account before God, our life as this account. So in a balance zero, <laughs> okay, that means what we have already nothing. Owing is example only. So we owe a lot, we got a lot of our creditors we're in debt, okay, for example, so one million dollars. For example, okay, we are now bring it to the spiritual one. Oh, you can see. So we are having what we call a deficit account. We owe our debts are more than what we have. In the spiritual, our sins, <laughs> okay, the debt is our sin, is more than our righteousness that is acceptable to God. So we also have deficit account, okay? Because all men have sinned. So if you see left and right, I can't draw properly. So this is the best I can do for my notes in the phone. Uh, balance. So we are having a, a, a deficit, not balance. All right? But our own righteousness is not accepted by God to balance the account, okay? And we are in debt to sin. That's why we are called slaves of sin. But when we believe Jesus, when we say, Jesus, I believe you as my Savior and Lord, what happens to this account that is not balanced? His righteousness is credited into our account. So Abraham had the first experience of this recorded in the Bible. Right? God's righteousness was credited to his account. Okay, He was a sinner owing debt of sin. But he believed God, God's promise that God will bless him and make his, him great. You know, God will bless us and make our account balance and, uh, you know, 
on the credit side more than the debit side. <laughs> oh, not sure now how it works. You know, I come from accounting background, so but it's been many years. Okay, so his righteousness was credited into our account. That cancelled our debt to sin. So you don't have to sin anymore. The devil has no more ownership over you. If you properly know who owns you and all your finances. <laughs> okay, it's God now, not the devil. His righteousness, so the part that is unbalanced, you know, now God overpay it. He pay back. Okay, so let's say, oh, one million. Jesus' blood is worth more than one million. Put back your account. Okay, and then your debt cancelled already. Your along all cannot come to you already. It's like Jesus paid the along all. And actually, he makes sure he overpaid it because the blood of Jesus, you can't even put a price to it. It's priceless. You cannot put dollars and cents. So what happened now? After that, it's already balanced, cancelled. And now he deposit into your account. This is heavenly account. This is what matters for eternity. Matter of life and death. So that's why when we tithe and offer, if we are actually, we already account made right first. So that account needs to be made right first before you can deposit. Because if you keep on depositing and accounts, a lot of debts inside also cannot pay off the debt. That debt to sin, only Jesus can pay for us. All right, so after he, he absorbed the sin and all the owing that we owe as sinners, cancelled already, now we have a new account, heavenly account. All right, and that's where he start depositing. So first he deposit righteousness. Okay, if that account not accepted in heaven, this will only apply, apply on earth, your physical bank account. But we have a spiritual account that is accepted in heaven. That is our life, salvation. Okay, so that account has already been settled for us. Now it's just depositing into that account. Actually, I came across a verse of that, but I forgot where it is, you know, about heaven's account. But anyway, it's there. So when we type, when we offer, now we are putting no more in the earthly account. Account made right already, spiritual account. Now we are depositing into our spiritual account, which has been which started with being made right by faith. Right? We all receive Jesus by faith, right? No, anyone receive Jesus, you saw Jesus appear in front of you, then only you receive him. <laughs> Very rare. Okay. So all of us receive by faith. So continue with this faith, continue depositing into this account, and God make it into an abundant account. You understand? And that account manifests into the spiritual realm. So I say store up treasure in heaven. At the same time, you have a balanced account, you have a righteous account, because if it's not saved by Jesus, it's just an account that's growing on this planet Earth, not accepted in heaven. Okay? So ours is in heaven, made right first. You're made right with God. So understand why you're called the righteousness of God in Christ. King David himself speaks to us regarding the whole complete wholeness that comes into a person when God's powerful declaration of righteousness is heard over our life. God's word is enough. Okay? I won't go into detail, but it's all talking about the, uh, we are made right by 
faith not by words. Your account has been balanced. Okay, you can now start depositing. That's what David, here's what David said. What happy fulfillment is ahead for those whose rebellion has been forgiven, whose sins have been covered by blood. Chinese New Year, right? You see blood everywhere. <laughs> okay, everybody wearing red mask, all blood everywhere. Okay, remind you of how wonderful Jesus' blood shed for us. Blessed and happy and favored are those whose lawless acts have been forgiven. See, when your account is balanced, you by faith, okay, what your sins are forgiven, all your debts are forgiven, okay, and those whose sins have been covered are completely buried. No more, never brought up again, covered under the blood, all right? That's why Chinese New Year is all blessing, blessing, blessing. You don't go there and say, uh, bad luck there. <laughs> don't bring long face there, okay? <laughs> What happy progress comes to them when they hear the Lord speak over them. I will never hold your sins against you. How beautiful is that, right, Lillian? God, Jesus telling you, hey, don't ever remind him of your sin. Okay? He don't even remember. He said, when did you do that? <laughs> All covered by the blood. Remember, you pass under the blood, gone. Okay? In the past, it's covered. Now, it's removed in Christ. I will never, never, never hold your sins against you. So beautiful, right? You killed someone, you trick someone, you cheat someone, you scold someone. You know, we are all very bad okay? <laughs> before. Even now sometimes, you know, but it's all covered. It's all forgiven and forgotten how wonderful our God is. How to not love this wonderful Jesus, you know? How to not be so excited. Better than the you know, our loved ones. You know, loved ones also still remind you. Uh, you remember not that day? Ah, <laughs> you did that. Uh, don't do again. Uh. God never say that to us. Jesus said, I forgot already. Uh. Oh, that's the grace. If you really understand grace, this is the extent of grace. He don't remind us so that when we understand and receive this, we also stop reminding people of their sin against us. That's where forgiveness free flowly, a free uh, flows freely out of receiving his unconditional forgiveness. I never hold your sin against you. That sets you free. Now think about it. Does this happiness, it's happy, right? When someone don't remember your sin, you're happy or not? You like to go to someone and then they keep telling you, you know, you did this wrong to me, you did that wrong. That's why we never go to our parents, right? And we do wrong. <laughs> It's not you, me also, I experience. Okay, all of us experience it. The last person we go to is our mother or father, right? Because they will scold us. <laughs> they will remind us that, you know, I told you don't do already. So sometimes when I deal with my son, I just say, oh, yeah, I'm so bad. Huh? I so remind him, oh, you do wrong. No wonder you don't want to tell me. <laughs> so receiving God's forgiveness wake us up, you know, that we are also like that, so terrible. You know, when God don't remember our sin, we go and, but I'm not saying don't discipline, okay? That's another area, right? I'm not, uh, which I'm not teaching today. Discipline is another area. But reminding people to condemn them of their sin is not what God do for us, do, do to us anymore under His grace and love, okay? And when we receive that and realize that more and more, He will teach us. His grace will teach us, okay? So don't feel condemned because I also do, all right? But I just thank God when I do it, I say, I will go 
God, sorry, huh? <laughs> okay, so uh, let me realize more and more, all right, that you don't remind me of my sin, so help me not to remind someone of their sin. Okay, God will help us. It's a journey that we, we walk in, so we don't automatically, immediately, you know, stop. We still sometimes fall into it, but just get up, all right, and just know, okay, God, you don't condemn me, all right, so I can get up and then my faith and believe you again. Faith is credited. Happiness is such a joy, right? Comes, ah, this one. Does this happiness come only to the Jews or is it available to all who believe? Okay, so it is available to everyone who believe, not just the Jews, okay? Not just Abraham and his descendants. Everyone, as we believe God's word, we will have what God's word say. The happiness, the joy. Faith was credited to Abraham as God's righteousness. He believed God. Very simply. So at the end of the day, what is faith? Faith is just believing God and acting upon what God said. How did he receive this gift of righteousness? Was he circumcised at the time God accepted him or was he still uncircumcised? Clearly, he was un an uncircumcised Gentile when God said this to him. Right? He was still a Gentile. Remember, Abraham was Gentile. Okay? The Israel nation, the Jews came under his generation from Jacob. His grandson, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, yeah, his grandson, yeah. God changed Jacob's name to Israel. So that's where you have the, the Passover, right? The Jews come out and they were called Jews or Israelites. So he was still in sin. It was later that he received the external sign of circumcision. I won't go into that. As a seal to confirm that God has been uh, transferred his righteousness to him. So today, the circumcision is... Uh, cut off the sinful part, the dirty part, all right? So the physical sign, the time Jesus haven't come yet, to cut off the sin, to set them apart. These are people belong to God. So every Jew has to circumcise. And today the Arab Muslim also do that, all right? As a physical sign to say they belong to God. They are Abraham's children. Today we are circum circumcision of the heart, right? God cut off the sinful heart and gave us a new heart. So we are also circumcised in the spirit that we are set apart for God. We are cut off, all right? The, the sin has been cut off. So this, is, this qualifies him to become the father of all who believe because Jesus hasn't died yet, all right? For Abraham to be the father, he has to be circumcised as a sign to show that he is not of sin. Who believe among the non-Jewish people. Also, so only the Jews circumcised, but now the uh, Abraham, the Gentile also. So like, and like their father of faith, Abraham, also God transferred his righteousness to them by faith. So to us Gentiles, before we were born again, our uh, the righteousness transferred to us by faith, not by works. By works means I try to do good, all the good works. Okay, so people will tell you, uh, religion is all good, ma, because we do good then we have God's blessing. So for us, it's no matter how good we do, if we don't believe in Jesus, we cannot be made righteous. All right? So religion, we try to be good. Remember, in Christ, we are made good from inside. Okay, Lillian? We are made good from inside. New heart. All right? You're made right with God from inside. You don't have to try. But today, blessings come to you. We've got a new nature. Now we do good because insight is good, 
right? Remember the tree is that is good will produce good fruit. Okay, so it comes from the nature inside. Yes, Abraham is obviously the father of faith for the Jewish people who are only circumcised, but uh, who are not only circumcised, but who walk in the way of faith, right? That our father Abraham displayed. So we are living our life in a way of faith. That means not seeing in the natural anymore, not moved by the natural, not listening to uh, people's words which are not in line with God's word. Okay? But the only way to know that is when we know God's word. All right? God promised Abraham and his descendants that they would have an heir who would reign over the world. Right? And of course, at the end, who is that? Jesus Christ. He, ruled, he reigned over the world and how do we reign today? Rule and reign in life? By in uh, Romans 5, 17, when we, with one hand we have uh, the, received the gift of righteousness and the abundance of grace, we rule and reign in life. Okay? We reign over depression. We reign over sin. We reign over sickness. We reign over poverty. We reign over disobedience. That means we rule over. Okay? We rule over doubts. Okay? No more. All the doubt and all the lies come in. Okay, we are able to recognize and then we say, go away. We reign over the demons. We rule over, we rule over our five senses, our own nature. Okay, so just don't allow anything that is, uh, you know, a doubt that is a, a, a sentence or a, a, a belief that is not in line with this. That will give us more uh, confusion. All right, because we say this, Meditate on this and keep speaking this. That's all. Then all the old half-truth, half-truth will slowly die away. Yeah, they'll get out from your, your head. This royal promise was not fulfilled because Abraham kept all the law, but through the righteousness that was transferred to him by faith. So we, have, we are living on promise okay, of God that he is going to bless us. He has saved us, right? And all by believing his word. For if keeping the law earns the inheritance, then faith is robbed of its power and promise becomes uh, useless. So for the law provokes punishment, but where no law exists, there cannot be a violation of the law. The promise depends on faith so that it can be experienced. Okay? So in order to experience the promise, you need to have faith. So what is that faith? Believe what it says and act upon it. Very simple. And now it extends to all the descendants of Abraham. The difficulty is the believing part. And how does faith come? How to believe? But we have believed so many things in this world. Why? Because drum inside you already. <laughs> the moment you're born, the parents already tell you, you know, go out, behave, you know, do good, right? The law, okay? So all of us were brought up like that. We begin to believe what our uh, that time if it's a no new creation parent tell us. So why do we we honor the the parents who are not uh, unbelievers, but we don't listen everything to them. Okay, it, it contradict God's word. But if you don't know God's word, then. I'm sorry for you. <laughs> okay. So you didn't know God's word. Okay. Then you go by 
what God's word say, but you don't go against them. Okay, you need a wisdom for that. I've got no time to, to go into that. The promise is not uh, only meant for those who obey the law, but for those who enter into the faith of Abraham, the father of us all. So here we want to enter into Abraham's faith as well, which is the, the faith that uh, to receiving first the righteousness. Okay? That's why the, it's so powerful. Why we are told to, uh, to, to confess you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Okay? First, it's not to speak to you First is the, the, the part that is missed out for most believers is that they don't even believe it yet, but they try to confess it to like a magic word. It doesn't work as a magic word. Okay? It only works when you have an understanding of what it means by being made righteous by faith. Then only will you say, I am the righteousness of God, and then you experience it, and then blessing happens. If we just hear a gospel message of grace and righteousness and everything is a magic word, it, I'm sorry, it doesn't work that way. Okay, because we not yet believe. There is no faith yet. Okay, so uh, Christian words, amen, or they are not magic words. Okay, they are from the heart where we believe it by believing God's word. All right, that what he say is the truth because we have to fight against the flesh. That, you know, Romans 7. Here, we say, I'm the righteousness of God but, uh, in Christ. Actually, what we believe is still not good enough, still sinful, still ashamed, still feel inferior, still feel God will bless everyone except bless me. Then what do you mean by I'm the righteousness of God in Christ? Excuse me. <laughs> you understand? Okay. This is not to condemn. This is this is my way of a teacher, okay, to help you to understand where you are and then bring you out from that deception because that is going to keep you there for many, many years. You think, okay, why are I say I strike, I'm still, I'm still not healed. Why I want to leave you all there like that? So, kasihan, right? Bring you up to the place that you know, okay? Why, why not heal? It's not because... You, you know, you are not the favorite child or you are not blessed, or, you know, because you are the unlucky one, number 13, you know. Not that. It's just because you didn't understand yet. That's why the devil got one work to do now, all right, after people receive God. It's just to keep you away from getting to know the truth, from believing God's word. Ah, but if you pass through that, you say, no, I will go dig into God's word. I do meditate and I'll make sure I hear and listen properly. Then, when you say, I'm the righteousness of God in Christ, wow, you know what it means already. You don't even have to think, step one means what, and point one means what. You just know, I, I believe in Jesus, I'm right. I believe in Jesus. You don't even need to quote, say, I'm already healed. I'm blessed. Tithing, offering, nothing. Nothing. Because my God is real. Don't have to think so deep. Want to type or not to type? Want to give or not to give? Ah, oh, I feel sorry for you. If you, you need one hour to think about, better don't, <laughs> because it's so stressful. All right, wait until you know, uh, you get the revelation. Okay, because doing the things of God is by believing only. It, right, it's very simple. Like you just believe. You don't need to think 
20 hours, right, to stress there. Should I tie or not? Okay, la, if this is God's word, say, even that very simple belief broke her, you know, the reality called, yeah, hey, this morning only, uh, yeah, now that I talk about it, uh, the Holy Spirit just speaking to me, hey, actually, yeah, tithing and offering bring us, you know, it's like open the door for our real intimacy with God, real fellowship. Because the moment we start to type believing, don't you realize you feel you're closer to God? Yeah, because it's like, because money is used to be our life, right? We used to depend on money. But when we release that money to God, we depend on God already. <laughs> you say, hey, my money go into your eyes. Suddenly God become alive. Suddenly God become more real. Yeah. So I didn't think of this before. Is this morning and the Holy Spirit talked to me. Do you realize that? I said, yeah. All those who type and offer when they type offer when I was very young, you know, 10 years. That's why I grew up very close to God. Yeah. Because I was I, I started to type even when I was receiving uh, you know, so, uh, the, the allowances from my parents. That's why I grew up so different. You know, God was so close to me. Money was never like, you know, mean a lot to me. Yeah. That it was very different. So then he spoke to me and said, Do you see, when, your people, when the people of God begin to type offer, they will enter into more close with him. He become more real because suddenly you're releasing your life. <laughs> Money was our life. It meant food, it meant clothing, it meant life. And now I'm putting into God's hand, God become your life. Yeah. So you actually begin to experience him more real than before. Anyway, that's it. Came up uh, just just as I was talking. So Holy Spirit wants you all to know this too. It's beautiful. So I can see, you know, why uh, Lillian suddenly, you know, you all don't understand her. I understand the excitement, you know, that she is coming out. Is you think crazy or what? No, it's really God. You know, that is, uh, she knows all the blessing is from God. Okay. And all of you, I know not only her, okay, but she's she's very cute, okay. But that's how the expression comes out. So when you share of God's blessing, it is from your heart, it's exciting. It's not say, thou shalt tie, thou shalt offer. No, okay, because he's alive, right? I can spend hours talking about God's reality. So that's what the scriptures means when it says, I have made you the father of many nations. He's our example and father. For in God's presence, he believed. See, faith is just Abraham's faith or belief. The rest also same. You know, but it's more uh, understanding that Abraham believed and was made right first. Okay? The righteousness had to come first. Same as Abel also. When he gave, he was a righteous offering that was accepted before God. Okay, because he gave of his best. So we were made right by faith, by believing. He believed that God can raise the dead and call into being things that don't even exist yet. So I got no time to go deeper into that. It's a very powerful aspect, okay, that we can call into being things that haven't existed yet. Okay, so when you go pray hand, lay hands on the sick, Robert Lowe, uh, in, in Cambodia and Joan, you, know, you begin to call call into existence you see the cancer you see the the sickness on the body the lame the crippled and all that so you're not going to speak according to what you see in the physical you're going to call into being the healing the leg grow a leg grow is very exciting okay 
<laughs> yeah, done that before in the past, right? You can see the leg grow one, okay? And many people got problem, you know, it's because one leg is shorter than the other leg. And this miracle, a lot have, have seen before. Okay? The, the leg, one of my uh, church members in the past, she has back pain and all that. So one day we asked her to put her leg on the, you know, and then we just pray. Then we can see, just move a bit, you know, and then same ready. So this is one of the exciting things, miracles. Pastor Pierre learned, you know, this is all faith, right? We call things, you call the leg grow. Spirit of faith is even more greater, right? No food also can become food, become, uh, you know, the feet, feet can grow, right? So in these few days, not only uh, Robert Lowe, uh, not uh, listen to just, um, what is that? We have okay. Also go and read uh, Smith with this word. Very interesting one. You know, his books, oh, uh, it's not teaching you how to have faith. All his testimonies and recordings of all the miracles that God did. Yeah, it's totally just believing God and calling to things that don't exist. So that, that is called creative miracle. All right, where the leg is not there, but he spoke. And the leg was there. And then it was by faith. Okay, this incident I shared before, right? Where the person has no feet. Okay. But Smith Wilkersworth told him, you know, after the prayer, he said, you go and buy a pair of shoes. Then he said, I got no feet. But he believed what the man of God said. All right. The word of God through the man of God. Then he went to the shoe shop. All right. And he asked the uh, the, the, the salesman, I want to buy shoe. And then the man looked at his feet and know that he has no feet. What size also cannot buy. But he just said, you bring me, I forgot maybe the detail, what size. The, the, the salesman brought the shoe and he put, he had a stump, you know, the part that don't have is the foot. So he put his stump inside the shoe and then the feet grew. Miracle, right? Yeah, you will read it in one of his uh, books. Right. There's one book very good, uh, Ever Increasing Faith. Okay. Don't, don't miss out that one. The one is very nice. About, his, about faith and also the miracles that happened in his uh, 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 ministry. Okay, so this one is another area of faith. Okay, but remember, first build that faith by putting God's word in. So automatically, without knowing, your faith is increasing day by day. Against all odds, when it looked hopeless, Abraham believed the promise. So what looked hopeless? The natural realm. Okay, when you are starting to believe God, right? sometimes it may look scary, the natural realm. Okay, the five senses realm. You may say, oh, where, where, where? The bank account zero already, huh? Like a Cheng Lan, Pastor Cheng Lan said, right? Become a two, two digit. But he still acted in faith and gave. And then, like hopeless lady, two digit how to survive, you know, and then got increase it to become four digit and now five times more. Right? So even when the situation looked hopeless in the natural, he still believed. Okay? Believe what? Believe God's promise. Okay? That is faith. And expected God to fulfill it. Did he expect man to fulfill it? No. He expect God. All right, you type unto God, you give unto God. So your expectation comes from Him and He will never disappoint, right? Because it says He's faith, uh, He's a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. 
right? So he took God, he took God at his word. How many people, believers, will take God at his word? When you do that, it's so pleasing to God. And as a result, he became the father of many nations. So I believe you got there. You say already, okay, la, do la. You say already, some of the written word, it's not even the uh, uh, not show clear one, whether is it God or not God. All right, written word, very clear already. Still, we don't want to take God his word. Uh, just go meditate more. <laughs> okay, for your own sake. He took God as his word. And as a result, he became the father of many nations. All the promises of God. Abraham received them by believing and acting. God's declaration, taking God at his word. God say so, settles for me. Show me in the word of God. Did God say this? Did God say this? Okay, it's done. I don't need any other evidence. I just need to see if God said or God didn't say. God said, then it's enough. Your descendants will be so many. Came All came to pass. All right, God's declaration. God spoke to him, right? So that's why declaration is important. Why I ask you to do meditation and confession. Declare God's word over your life. God's word. Okay? Don't see God's word as some chanta, you know, that you chant. No. God's word is a promise. Okay? It's the, of your blessing. You don't want to. <laughs> Even uh, Abraham let God speak over him. You don't want to speak over yourself. Okay? Start speaking. All right? over the blessings of God over yourself. So many that they were impossible to come. So I know uh, Robert Lowe Jones will have so many children, spiritual children, until they cannot count. Amen? Yeah. So in spite of <clears throat> being nearly 100 years old and the promise was given, as having a son was made, his faith was so strong. You want Abraham's faith, right? Abraham is not little faith. He's, he has strong faith. Because he was facing an impossible situation. If you were in his shoes at 90 years old, your wife, uh, how many years old? 10 years younger. Don't laugh at Abraham. <laughs> you also cannot believe, right? Oh, how to be how to give birth? Uh, yeah. 90 years old. So he, don't laugh at him, okay? So he was strong in faith, okay? He hoped and believed as a confident expectation of good. He hoped and believed in God. Hope against hope. He believed God. Okay? You choose what you want to believe. Believe your five senses, what you see and hear with your eyes and ears, or what people say, or you want to believe what God said. Then you get God's promises, blessings come to pass in your life. He never stopped. He never stopped believing God's promise. <laughs> For us, we believe on me on Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> then, slowly, slowly, we stop believing already. <laughs> okay? So, not be like that, okay? Abraham's faith never stopped believing. So simple, God did us to go and do manual labor outside there. He asked us to believe what he said, that's all, and then do what he said. So simple, really, really simple. He never stopped believing God's promise. God didn't give him hard time, Abraham. God just tell him, I will bless you. And he stuck to that promise with God. He was made strong to father a child. Now this one is he's made strong in his body. Okay? So if you're believing for, 
uh, healing, all right, in your physical body, what will happen? You believe God, and then what will happen? Spirit, supernatural strength will fill your body. Sickness will go. Yeah, yeah. That is when you believe God. God said He is your healer. He, you don't have this virus. You don't not sick. You know. Once you meditate until you believe already, what happened? Naturally, the body become all right. The mind become all right. You know, every part become restored. Come back into the original state that God meant it to be healthy according to His word. The main thing is. You believe what God said. And don't stop believing. Okay, and the way of not stopping, you make sure you don't stop to believe is by keep on hearing God's word. Then you don't give any chance for yourself to stop believing. Because when you stop believe, when you stop hearing God's word, you're most of the time engaged in hearing somebody's word. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, either you're hearing God or you're hearing somebody talking. This world very noisy one. Okay, so... Let's hear God's word more. So now you can see why Abraham's faith was credited to his account as righteousness before God. Why? He just believed God. And that pleased God. Because without faith, it's impossible to please God. For whoever comes to God must believe that he exists and that he's a rewarder of them who diligently seek him. Do you want to be able to speak God's word like that? It's not boasting, but it is... This is God inside you. His word inside you. Don't need to come to a plan. You don't need to refer already. You will be speaking like that. How? Putting in the word. Putting in. The, you can quote your mother's word, right? <laughs> you can quote, quote your father's word, right? Because they speak the same thing to you. You know, get up early. Don't be lazy. So you every time quote. Oh, my mom may say, get up early. Don't be lazy. You can quote for the rest of your life. Because you hear a lot. Why? The one you quote God's word, speak God's word, because you did it here many times. Meditation and confession will give you the chance to keep on hearing God's word until so stuck inside you. Whatever you speak also is God's word. When people say you are going to die, you say, Who said I'm going to die? God said He gave me long life. Without having thinking about faith or what? Because it's already inside you. God's word is believing, it's inside you, and you already believe it settled already. Nothing, nothing can change what you believe, right? It's just like what our parents say or what our teachers say. We believe for many years and then we have to now be replaced by God's word and they don't bring us anything. And this declaration was not just spoken over Abraham uh, but also over us. Declare over us. Not one time, two times. Declare for yourself now. When we believe and embrace the one who brought us, our Lord Jesus, back to life, perfect righteousness will be credited to our account as well. Jesus was handed over to be crucified for the forgiveness of our sins and raised back to life to prove that he was made right. You see, it's very important for not only Jesus, not only just to die on the cross, he need to be raised from the dead. Okay? Now, this part, uh, uh, try and get it, okay? So, because when Jesus rose from the dead, it was a proof that we were made right with God in the Amplified who was betrayed and crucified because of our sins and was raised on the dead because of our justification, our acquittal, absolving us from all sin before God. So it's not enough just to know that, oh, my sins are all forgiven. Stop there. All right? That is where we think that, oh, okay, I, I just know God forgive me. 
and then finish. You need to know the resurrection, all right? That now you have been made righteous because the righteous will inherit the righteous by faith, all right? Jesus is the righteousness of God. He's the only one without sin. That's why he walked around this world like a king. And we, he made us righteous, but if we don't have this understanding of this righteousness, not just the forgiveness of sin, okay, we will be, remember rule and reign in life is give, receiving the abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. So when Jesus rose from the dead, he is saying that we have been acquitted, we have been justified, which means, okay, look at the word acquitted, it's the act of God declaring man free from guilt and acceptable to him. See, we, we can say, okay, uh, my sins are forgiven, past, present, future, or forever. But if we don't understand acquittal, that means he, we are no more guilty. That's why a lot of believers still feel guilty. Although they know, yeah, Jesus has taken my sins, but why am I feeling guilty? Why am I still feeling ashamed, feeling the guilt? And I feel not accepted by God. Maybe God, you know, which means God don't favor me. Oh, God favor Catherine. God don't favor uh, this one. No. Okay. Accepted, which comes to uh, it connected with favor, right? Is when you realize that God, Jesus rose from the dead, he's alive now, and you have been acquitted. That means you are pronounced not guilty. So I shared, you know, there's so many times to, to share, so many ways to share. I shared it in the, one of the foundation classes already. Not guilty. Remember? Not guilty. So sins forgiven is one thing. But to, to, to tell a prisoner that they are not guilty is another thing. Okay? They may believe you. Okay, uh, you know, yeah. Okay, you forgive me. But I still feel guilty. Fair enough. I still feel guilty for what I have done wrong. Okay? To be the righteousness of God is God removed the power of God. Jesus rose from the dead and then he declared you not guilty. You died with him. Your sins are buried with him. Now you raise with him. The only way you can stand up is when you are not guilty. When you can walk out of the prison door, all right, the, 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 the prison guard let you out. It's because now you have been acquitted, not guilty. Then only you can come out. If you're still guilty, you're still inside. Forgive you also, no point. Right? The part of living is to come out of the prison and live the not guilty life, which is the righteousness of God, where I, by faith, okay? It's by faith. You cannot see it. You cannot feel it. Maybe, right? Emotions. But by faith, I believe God say, I'm acquitted, means I'm acquitted. He said, I'm no more guilty, means I'm no more guilty. So under that become by faith, I am righteous by faith, not by works. Now we have to, then if uh, it's by works, we will say, I need to do good works now to make that, not, that guilty feeling go away. That is again, not by faith. All right, you, you say, okay, to, uh, you know, I feel so bad what I've done or not done in my past. Now I need to do something good to make up for what of my bad comes from the guilty feeling, then still have not understood yeah, the righteousness of God. Okay? Whatever good we do now doesn't come from guilt. It comes from the resurrection. It comes from being knowing that you have been made right by faith. 
it's a new nature that calls you to do good works. It is not guilt. If you do anything out of guilt, you still are living under in the prison. You still haven't walked out into the out the prison door into the righteousness of God. So what when we do something good, is it our guilt? Make sure it's not our guilt. Okay, it is out of acapella. It's out of the new nature. It is out of knowing how much God has loved me. That's a different source altogether, right? It's from Him, not from guilt. That is what you call acquitted. You have been justified by faith, not by your good works. That's why the world redeemed themselves. Okay, I've been terrible to my uh, whoever, you know, Chinese family, especially to their parents or what. And then they make up for it in, the, in their present life. Do a lot of charity and all that. Religion teaches you to be like that, right? To do good out of guilt. But today we are not doing as believers and those who are made righteous, we do good works not out of guilt. We do good work out of gratitude to God, right? Out of realizing he made us right. When we are not right, <laughs> it's a bit hard to understand, right? It is by faith. If you are used to by works, this is a little bit difficult to get because we are so used to doing things, earning our, uh, our favor, our blessing by our own work. And now let go of our works and say, I believe you. You make me good. Nothing good come from me. That will have nothing to boast. That is what we call really grace. So, to righteousness. You understand? The trial result, resulted in an acquittal. We were put on trial, all right, for our sin. But the judge of this universe, God said, Joan, you are acquitted. Huh? <laughs> what? I, I still feel bad. Huh? I, I know I still feel wrong. No, no, no. Because you believe in Jesus, acquitted. As if you never say, go free. Get out of the cage. Don't feel condemned and guilty anymore. Step forward into the freedom that Christ has set you free. Okay? Because the verdict of guilty was placed on Jesus Christ. Because of that, we all go free. We were all acquitted because one person was pronounced guilty. The one who was guilty is us. Go free. The one who was not guilty was pronounced guilty. Can you see how good God is to us. Our faith in Jesus transfers God's righteousness to us and he now declares us flawless in his eyes, in God's eyes, okay? So the world may not be able to see you as the righteousness yet if you have done something wrong, okay? But first, we need to get this clear. Between God and you, God see you in his eyes as flawless if you believe in Jesus, if you Look, you know, trust him, believe what he said. This means that we can now. So only when we are righteous by faith, okay, by believing God, then only we can truly enjoy lasting peace with God. We have the life of pleasure, not pressure. Because of what our Lord Jesus, the anointed one, has done for us. It's because of him. You can never enjoy the fullness of the joy and happiness that comes from being made right with God when we are living under guilt. The guilty person never really have a very peaceful life. 
<laughs> Correct, no? Because nothing to do that time, all the guilt constant come to the mind already. Nobody talking, but the brain very active, you know. You see, you did this, you didn't do this. Okay, I'm talking from experience so, right? I also feel bad for certain things that I have done. And that guilt can carry, people carry for the rest of their life and they try to make it go away by doing good. It doesn't go away like that, okay? It goes away when by faith. That means, Lord, you made me good. You acquitted me already. You removed that guilty feeling once and for all. I believe you. Done. And then you start to enjoy life. Really have the fullness of that peace, the shalom peace in your life. And the good works that you do from then is not your own more, your own righteousness. Right? It's all led by the Spirit. It's all free and full. You don't look at a person and feel guilty. You look at the person and say, I'm thankful, God, you gave me an opportunity to bless whoever. What the Lord has done for us, grace is always about what God has done for us, his finished work. Through him, we have access by faith. Okay? Access is, you can go to him believing his word. Simple to understand. Faith is just believing what God says instead of what people say or what we are used to believe. Remarkable state of grace in which firmly and safely, securely stand. Let us rejoice. That's why we don't need to have long face. <laughs> right? A guilty person always cannot smile one because you feel very guilty. Okay? Or cannot laugh. Maybe smile can force a smile. But there's no joy because you feel guilty. Right? So, no need to feel guilty. God has justified you. Alright? And He is real. So the first fact that you believe God justified you, you're believing that God is real already. Right? And then believe Him all the way. <laughs> Don't stop there. Okay? The whole journey is ahead of you. A wonderful, exciting life of living by faith and not by sight. Because where He's leading you, where is His word leading you? Into the promises of blessing and inheritance. All to be taken by, to be received by faith. Not by fear. Let us rejoice in our hope and confident assurance of experiencing and enjoying. Rejoice. Your sins have been forgiven. You have been acquitted. You tell a prisoner that they are very happy. Right? Okay? But without Christ, you cannot get rid of the guilty feeling. Even though they come up. Have you seen real life or even shows, right? The prisoners served their term or release already, but they are still miserable because they still feel guilty for their sin. And how wonderful. Only Jesus Christ, God, can remove that guilt. The guilt is horrible. Guilt is horrible, I tell you. Horrible, horrible, horrible to the max. You know, it comes and haunts you. And then when you want to be happy, the guilt comes again. You know, you shouldn't have done that. It was because of you that you caused all this. It could have been better if you didn't do that. All those are the lies of the devil to bring you under guilt. And the only way you can come out of it is not trying to, to be nicer, but to accept by faith that God don't see you that way anymore. He has declared you not guilty, okay? And given you his right standing as if you had never done that thing. Who can ever do that for us? Only Jesus and give us that freedom in the mind. The suffering is all inside this mind. 
all the they throw at you if you have done wrong. If you are never do wrong one, then doesn't apply to you, okay? <laughs> but I believe we all have, right? In our own way, we have done something wrong. Okay, and so therefore, the bigger our sin, so-called, right, the greater that we will appreciate God. That's why the, Jesus said what? To the, the woman who threw the, who gave the alabaster box, he said, she loved much. That's why she gave much. One who gives a lot, realize how much God has saved her from sin. The one who gave a little, right? Those Pharisees that sit around didn't realize that Jesus saved them from their sin. When we cannot give or we fear, we didn't, we haven't realized how much Jesus poured out his love for us, how sinful we were if without him. And may God show us that, right? That every one of us deserve hell. But Jesus loved us so much. So today we can enjoy, we can celebrate and experience have a confident assurance. Yeah, uh, both families do that. Okay, Adeline, yeah, confident assurance. Evelyn, go. Madeline, right? Your family, have this confident assurance what you're going to experience and enjoy the glory, the blessings, the manifestation of Him, of His excellence and power. All oh, the blessings like uh, Lilith. Lilith will not stop, okay? It's just the beginning of the blessings that is outpouring by faith. What has, she, what has she got that we all don't have? She just hear God's word and then hunger for it, you know, believe it more, 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 more of God's word, more of God's blessing, more of God's word, more of God's blessing, right? Who speak to you the most? Make sure it's not the serpent. <laughs> don't keep talking to the serpent, all right? Talk to God more, listen to God more, and you enter into all the inheritance of Abraham's blessing, of God's blessing in Christ. Amen. Okay, today is supposed to be shorter. This is the shortest that I can go. <laughs> okay, praise the Lord. I won't uh, keep you all. You want to go and celebrate Chinese New Year, all right, with a... Uh, uh, with the joy and understanding this weekend of how good our God is. Okay, celebrate with a generous heart. Celebrate with a big, happy smile. Yeah, I will be having a reunion dinner with uh, the, the missionaries from uh, BFA. <laughs> okay, so all of you enjoy your family. Okay, smile, be happy, and take every opportunity to share about the Passover, the red color, and whatever about gospel of Jesus Christ. May you all be blessed this uh, until I see you on Saturday. Enjoy your family. Okay, Love them with the love of God. No more guilt. Okay, No more shame of your past. Right, It is a new nature in you. You have been acquitted and you are blessed. And we are all children of Abraham by faith. By faith we inherit and receive the blessing. Be happy. Real comfort. Amen. God bless you. Arobolo just uh, close us and bless us with the Chinese New Year blessing. <laughs> Actually, the prosperity from God. Amen. Amen. Lord, thank you for this gathering again. That through this gathering, we have heard the word of God preached to us so that we can go out and celebrate our Chinese New Year with confidence. And Amen. Full of joy. Amen. All the believers, so they can they know who Jesus is in Christ. Amen. 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 Through Him, through the Holy Spirit, 
that we will spread his message and save more souls. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Enjoy yourself giving, receiving a wonderful celebration because of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Bye. 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 Bye.